Captain's Log, Stardate 752-59.7. We are in orbit of Lone Star Station and a neighboring Class M planet. The crew and I are fascinated by the sudden appearance of this planet that has appeared out of nowhere. Meanwhile, I find myself reflecting aboard the Vigilant as we await information from the various teams. This episode of These Are the Voyages is brought to you by each of you. Thank you. Well, hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of These Are the Voyages. As you know, my name is uh, Chase. I'm the captain, Captain Chase McKinney. And uh, today we have we have gone through two years of our of our mission of voyaging through the cosmos of, of Star Trek. And, you know, like last year's anniversary episode that we did, that, that was a time of, of uh, reflecting on the first year of of doing stuff. And it's not going to be that dissimilar with what we're doing uh, this go around. I would be remiss if I didn't take a little bit of time here at the top of, of introducing this episode and getting us started to, to not thank you, to th- not thank each and every one of you. We've had a host of folks all throughout the globe that have tuned in and listened to this little Star Trek podcast. So whether you are listening to us in Germany, you're listening to us in uh, Australia, New Zealand, the United Kingdom, uh, whether you're, uh, you know, listening to us here in the States, you know, whether you're in the Midwest, the South, the East, the West, uh, thank you so much for, for finding us and deciding to give us a listen. Um, ideally, it's been more than one listen, but uh, um, I, 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 I see you. I see you out there. And uh, anyways, thank you so much for, for tuning in. I know that podcasts can be um, lengthy um, sometimes, but, you know, sometimes you just need, like, someone that, like, shares an affinity of something with you. I mean, that's honestly kind of how I got into podcasting was uh, another fandom that I follow that I've spoken about before and was just encouraged by folks to, to start my own Star Trek podcast, which is here I am two years later doing this and... Um, all the friends and the people that I've had the privilege of, of meeting and interacting as a result of the show. So whether you found us through social media, through your own um, service that you use to listen to to podcasts, so happy that you found us. I'm so happy that you're here. And, um, you know, I'm sure some or most of y'all have um, found our groups, um, uh, all our social media accounts. And um, if you have, great. If not, well, we're on all the socials. And uh, we're, we're, we're doing our best to build community. So whether you've left a post, a picture, a comment on something, you've participated in our, our um, like voting polls or responded to, you know, questions, uh, whatever it might be on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, again, thank you. Uh, if you're financially supporting us, um, big thank you for that too. Um, so I want, I mean, I want to intentionally thank folks like, you know, Katie, 
Kleinhaus, uh, David Fogel, Amanda Pollock, uh, my good buddy Eric, um, for the ways that y'all have supported the show, uh, folks like Nat Estrada, um, Melissa Keenan, uh, for just being really good friends and um, being a glutton for punishment and listening to me from time to time, uh, Marnie, of course, and um, Phil Seidel, who's um, doing his own podcast with um, the history of Middle Earth. Um, there, there are just way too many people to name. So, if just beca- just because I didn't say your name does not mean that you're not important. Um, I could spend an entire episode thanking each of you and personalizing it. Maybe I'll do that someday. Honestly, um, I believe in an attitude of gratitude. I think it's very important. So, um, as we dive into today's episode, we are going to talk about the highs and the lows of what it is that we've we've accomplished in terms of like the episodes that we've produced. Um, you know, whether that's like looking at like some of the best of or the worst of kind of episodes that we've made, uh, where we've gone and where we're going. Uh, we do have some, we already have like um, our production calendar uh, taken care of uh, for the most part, a few more things to nail down for the rest of the year. And um, also possibly an event that we will be doing. So make sure you um, stick around and give us a listen. So with that, we're going to go ahead and move into the actual content of the show. So again, thank you so very much. And um, with that, let's engage. I have some, some wonderful people here um, on, on, the, um, on the other side of this conversation with me. Um, two very dear friends that mean a lot to me, which I don't get to spend um, anywhere near enough time with um, because of stupid distance for one. I live on the other side of the Alpha Quadrant compared to them. Um, uh, there's this little thing called COVID-19 that has kind of um, rocked things um, and um, life. So there's the catch-all, everything else, basically. So uh, joining me for um, for just a little bit on this episode is um, Ensign Katie and um, Jenny, the other person. <laughs> Thanks. I don't get any fancy uh, title. No, man. We haven't we haven't officially promoted you to, to anything yet. I mean, you can be like a cadet or something. I mean, you want to be a cadet? You cadet. want to be an ensign? Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Excuse man. Me, do you know what my rank is? Where? I mean, that, that's a trick question. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Jenny is an admiral with the uh, with Fleet 31, the 31st Fleet, um, which is how we refer to it um, on this show. And um, anyway, and you're also, I don't know what you are in the, in the USS Joshua land. I'm, I'm just an ensign. <laughs> just an ensign. Yeah. All right. Well... <laughs> Well, with your organization, I found out that I'm the um, official um, uh, potato peeler for um, for Fleet 31. Yeah, so, yep, that's what it is. Yeah, I'm I'm ensign yep. tater with uh, Fleet 31. So, yeah, nothing wrong with being an ensign. I mean, no, I totally thought that that circle, yellow circle for the com badges was actually potato. <laughs> no, we use potatoes <laughs> for potatoes, actually. <laughs> okay. Anyway, well, how before we before we have any more of a conversation all kidding aside how in the world have you two been i mean i was chatting i've chatted with y'all individually very um sparsely but um katie how have you been 
it's so good to see your face. I mean, the listeners can't see your face, Aww. but it's so good to see your face for me. It's good to see your face too. Um, I've been doing all right. You know, pandemic life is interesting times. Um, but for the most part, you know, we've been doing okay. Had some health issues that we've been dealing with with family members that have kind of complicated matters. Just again with hospital protocols, et cetera, because of COVID. So that's mm -hmm. been a little bit of a stressor, but what are you going to do? Right, you, you gotta put weather one foot that as best in you front can. of the other and keep going, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and your your uh, your little boy is isn't so little anymore. He's growing like a weed. He is growing like a weed. It's he's, it's he's getting big. Three inches taller than me now. <laughs> I want to say it's been almost six years since I met him. I want to say. Yeah, that sounds about right. So I think it was, it was around, it was a Dallas fan days where we met, which was February at the time, I want to say. Mm -hmm. So I think it was February of 2016, yes. thereabouts. Or maybe it was February 15. Yes. I can't keep it straight. I think so. It might have been 15. I don't remember. It's trying to think of, it's one of those two, but yeah. it might have been 15 though. Unless, I mean, it, was, unless it was been October. Because he's going to fan and go into the cons. I'm sorry? Yeah. Unless it was October. Because, like, didn't they do... Was it? Like, weren't there, like, two um, there fan two. days? There was two. There was one, like, in February and one in October. Yeah, no, maybe. One in, like, maybe. Yeah. There was an October. Was, the sci-fi was, like, the sci-fi one. Yeah. It was Might have been the October of 2015. I know it was fan days, and then May was the Comic-Con, and then October was yeah. the fan days. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So maybe yeah. maybe it was like the fall, because um, I want to say it wasn't fifteen for some reason. Like right around two thousand fifteen is when I was like really I getting know. into um, going to conventions and cosplay and stuff like that. And at the time, it was I think okay. more Doctor Who so cosplay than it was Star Trek. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. So. Anyway, well, I, it's it's just it's hard. It's it does does not seem possible. Um, I mean, being being a dad now myself, just how quickly the kiddos grow up. Um, it's it's yeah. just not fair. It goes fast. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So. It's, yeah. Well, I see the pictures of them on the you know on Facebook, and I'm like, holy Christmas! She's getting so big. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. She really is. I mean, I remember this little baby, this little toddler I knew. She's a full-fledged little girl, growing on big girl. And mm -hmm. I would like you. I'm I'm making a request. Can you stop that, please, sir? Yes, please stop growing. Slow that, it down just a little fantastic. bit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, man. Well, it is what it is. So, yes. how, it is. how about? How about you, Jenny? What's what's been going on in your world? Uh, work, work, and more work. Mm. I feel yes. like that's all I do nowadays. And when you're not working, you're conventioning, you're going to some Star Trekky thing, or yeah. hosting a Star Trekky thing, or or hosting a Star Trekky thing. Yeah. Yeah. This is very true. Yeah. 
your uh, the tangents on your podcast are um, are of the epic variety, always involving uh, pickles. By pickles. the way, yep. Pickles and coffee usually have some sort. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Good grief. Well, with um, with this show, you know, we've been we've been doing this for two years, and it's crazy. It is crazy, actually. Um, I just, I, I mean, I can remember the conversations about the the why I should do a Star Trek podcast, and I'm like, why did I ever say yes to that type of thing? And here we are two years later, um, drumming up content, doing episode reviews ad nauseum, it would seem. And, um, you know, I've known you two uh, from other fandoms, and our paths have, you know, crossed, obviously, into Star Trek. Um, I, actually, I think Doctor Who was the doorway for both of us, like both how us. I met how I met yeah. both of y'all, yeah. actually. And um, I know, I think at one point I uh, I've asked y'all this in some fashion, but like, why is like Star Trek community so important? Like com- maybe compared to other fandoms, do you think? It shows a future, a promising future. Yeah, a future that we can look forward to, at least in most series, mm-hmm. um, you know, something and, and just appeals to humanity at its best. And who doesn't find that appealing? For sure. For sure. Now, I'm going to ask you all this just just real quick, like almost rapid fire. But all right. Favorite favorite Star Trek show. Go. I had too many now. It used to, it, it used it to be Voyager. It used to be Voyager. Then it went to DS9, and they're still pretty up there. But then, but then Lower Decks happened. Then Picard happened, and then Discovery. And I'm like, I don't have a favorite right now. It's the flavor of the week, right? That is that what it is. I mean, it might be DS9, although points of DS9 really irritated me. DS9 is my favorite crew. Okay. They had the deepest bench by far. Those are the characters I love most. Okay. Who is the MVP of the DS9 bench, though, Katie? Garrick. Ooh, look at you go. I like Garrick. Look at you go, man. I like (laughs) Bashir. There we go. Bashir's good, too. Yeah. Or the Daxes, because so complicated. Yeah. My 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 absolute favorite, like the, I, I've talked about this before, but like DS Nine, like just bored the snot out of me. It was Deep Sleep Nine, not Deep Space Nine, oh, and um and I finally gave it a, gave it a go because I was like, there's a big giant gap in my my Star Trek knowledge, and I finally watched it and I fell in love with it, and it's now my top three <laughs> Star Treks. Um, my, the the one that kept me coming back, like kept me kind of grounded to the show, was Dax. Was Jedzia Dax? So Jedzia was my character that sure. like I just connected with uh-huh. for whatever reason, and that's and I felt really lost in season seven. If I'm being completely honest, just because yeah reasons yeah I'm with you. But I mean yeah. Cisco is a brilliant captain. I mean, like, Avery Brooks does an amazing, amazing job portraying ben, Benjamin Sisko. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. 
Okay. All right. Yeah. He was one of the reasons I initially was watching it because I had watched him on Spencer for Hire as a little girl with my mother. So when I was young, I was excited. Like, you're okay. fine. Sorry. No, no, I was just excited that he was getting his show where he was going to be the lead. But now I should know this, but like watching, what was it like? I think Trekkies, maybe Trekkies two, and like a handful of interviews, uh, they were talking about Hawk. Now, was Hawk its own show, or was Hawk part of, like, was his portrayal of Hawk part I of something think else? There might have. He was. He started out with. Um, I think there might have been a Hawk spinoff, but I'm not for sure. But he started off as a character on Spencer for Hire, um, with Robert Urich. I want to say was the character of Spencer, and he was um, sort of a not a, a, like a, another character that would like help him in cases and stuff. And he was always the coolest, baddest guy on the show, and I was. I, Spencer who when he was on the screen but um, it was it was a good show back gotcha. in the day okay. but I watched a lot of shows that maybe weren't wasn't shouldn't have with mother uh, not bad but like just weren't <laughs> really aimed for children mm-hmm. but were interesting but it, broadcast TV didn't show anything that bad back in those days because I'm an oldie but yeah Oh, you're fine. Don't worry about it. I mean, if anyone's going to be old in here, I'm it's going to be Jenny. I'm turning 45 this year, sir. I'm old. No, no, Jenny's the old one in this. this I'm um, old. <laughs> I think I'm the youngest one here. <laughs> Pretty sure I'm the youngest one here. I just, I just got to razz Jenny just because, I mean, that's that's just our relationship, that's apparently. Just, he, he's like an older, annoying brother. Apparently. Just, just poke, poke. Yeah, yeah I just got to poke, just poke. How, just how my co-host is the... Super older, annoying brother. <laughs> oh, Jay. Oh, Jay. <laughs> if you're listening, we love you on Mondays, Thursdays, and the fifth Sundays of the month. <laughs> not Wednesdays, not our podcast night? <laughs> no. Oh. No. Oh, goodness. Well, you know, part of part of the show that we've, we've um, done is, you know, we try and be fair with um you know what we like and not yucking other people's yum of of star trek and i don't have to love every episode of every series i don't have to love every series of star trek but i can accept star trek for what it is and yes i'm i guess like in that vein um is there like maybe a certain series um if we're like looking macro or maybe if we want to be more specific, like from a micro perspective of content that you're just having like the most trouble with, like, it's just, it's not your jam. Like you're not picking, picking up what they're laying down, so to speak. Uh, I went, I was saying I'm going to get flack for this being, we are always open, but original series, I can't get into it. I just, I should, because it's, you know, it's what started Star Trek. Mm hmm. But I just, I don't sit, like, when we sit down and go, I'm going to watch Star Trek, that's not the first thing I go to. I'll go to DS9, I'll go to Voyager, I'll go to TNG, I'll go to, you know, Lower Decks or any of those, but I don't think about going to the original series at all. And I just don't know why, but I just don't like the original series. How about you, Katie? Oh, I think probably Lower Decks. 
I just, I don't know. I think when it came, I was irritated at yet another track that I couldn't watch with my kids. But this one's a cartoon, but I still, it's totally inappropriate. And I was so turned off by the initial one like that. Like I said, I didn't give it a try again until the penultimate episode. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm open to it again. Like TOS is kind of my jam because that's what I started out on. Like I started watching TOS when it was the only track. I mean, besides the movies. But I get if you, when it's all you have, you get into it. But when you have so much else, and then try to go back to it, I totally understand having that disconnect. It yeah. was a different time and some, I mean, some of those episodes, Spock's brain, these are not good. It's, <laughs> it's, you know, and you don't have to pretend that everything was amazing and everything was perfect. They'll oh, yeah. say this universe, this image of the future is pretty freaking amazing. Yeah. I was, um, there's a, uh, like a costuming group that I'm a part of, not like a uniform purchasing group, but like, mm-hmm. like tailors, seamstress type costume maker folks. And there's someone that posted in there, um, I guess like one of their friends or something that dressed up as Spock from Spock's brain, like with like the, the headpiece, oh, no. the chest piece oh, and everything no. like that at a convention. And it was hilarious. I loved it so it much. Probably was- I mean, well done to do, but oh, just don't make me watch the show. Like I will, I will say, well done in your cosplay. I'm, you know, I am not gonna check for screen accuracy because I don't want to. <laughs> oh man, oh, man, oh man. Yeah, for me, I, I mean, I think, um, I think it's, it's like almost a tie between Discovery and Lower Decks, if I'm being honest with you. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to watch it because it's Star Trek, but it doesn't mean I'm going to like it. Yeah. And But I yeah. think the one that I'm... I mean, it, it's, like, it's like we were kind of talking about like before we started uh, recording. It's almost like a flavor of the week. Like, which one am I able to like maybe um, deal better with on my palate this week compared to the other so mm-hmm. that's what uh, i yeah. feel like is going to happen with prodigy because it's such kid base i'm afraid i'm not going to like it as much as i'm expecting to be and i think as a parent and i don't want to speak for katie on this one i won't but like i am so stinking excited about prodigy because one i love i love i i love star trek so much and being able to actually share something with my daughter and and not have to worry about eyeballs being plucked out Klingon breasts (laughs) being shown um, or or you know um, sensor bars random gratuitous um, uh, profanity being dropped for once Um, the one thing that I liked about the Star Trek Day panel that they did for Prodigy was like, this is a show for literally the whole family. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very yeah. excited about it. You know, if it, if it crashes and burns, then I'll say this was absolutely horrible and I will give it like the fair shake that it deserves. But Oh yeah, uh, I'm definitely going to give it shit. I'm just afraid that because I'm so used to like true Star Trek, but not like, not like Lower Decks or Discovery where there, there is some 
profanity and some not stuff that's not true Star Trek. But I'm, I'm just afraid it's going to be too kitty and not and don't put it like any adult stuff in it. Right. I gotcha. Well, I'm excited about it too for the same reasons. So, yes. I mean, Will loved Will likes the original series. He loved the original series cartoons, you know, and used to watch those over. Oh, the and animated over. series. So he is incredibly yeah, excited. The animated series, yeah. He likes that. I mean, it's uneven, but there were actually some decent episodes in it. You know, um, I I enjoyed watching it too. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for Prodigy and really cautiously optimistic that it's going to be you know something that we really will be like yes. Mm-hmm. So and again, Catherine Janeway, come on. And Captain yeah. Chakotay, let's go, somebody. That's right. See, I forgot about that. Yeah, man. So I'm excited. We'll just, we'll just have to see. Uh, you know, it's coming out soon. So. Yeah, we have. Um, yeah. I mean, at the time of this episode dropping, I mean, we have like a week and a few days, like a week and a half, yeah. you know, from this this actually coming out. So it's it's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Um. I guess like some other things that um, I'm wondering, you know, like you know, we don't want to yuck other people's yum by any means um is there i mean we 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 hear this thing about like real star trek air quotes like we kind of like drop it like in conversation amongst other trekkies like what i'm not here to get into a, a debate or have like an existential crisis of like what about star trek or anything like that but like what does that mean in like the star trek community what what do you think that means like true star trek I think it means different for each buddy. There we go. Every every has a different opinion of what Star Trek is. But I but think I, a lot of it would have the hopeful view of the future as part of that, which is why why I think a lot of people struggled initially with like season one Discovery because, oh boy, that was not exactly a hopeful view of the future, mm-hmm. and um. You know, I'm not saying it wasn't good and I'm not saying it wasn't Star Trek, but it, I can understand why some people were bumping against it because it seemed more almost, I hate to say it, Star Wars-ish, but just in its view of humanity and the greater universe. And uh, it was a struggle for me. I have grown to like it, but it took quite a while. It took quite a while and quite a lot of watching for me to really come around on it. I was that with season one. Like I forced myself to watch more because you always tell I always tell people when you watch a new series, give it at least three episodes because mm-hmm. it takes at least three episodes to get the storyline going. Mm-hmm. And the way Discovery started out, they poorly put the the um, timeline out for the season one. They did. They should have done. They should have played. They should have like a firefight thing where they should have done episode three, then go play episode one and two. Or something like that. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Well, um, I, I think, you know, like that's, that's the thing. Like I came into to Star Trek kind of late in the game compared to others. But I mean, I got I got into it. And for me, like I want to see, again, like that optimism. I want to see like yeah. some of the whimsy, the fun. um I want to see some cooperation. Um, Eric jokes on the show 
but he's also very serious about it, like sitting around a table talking things through, you know, yeah. knowing and using yeah. knowing and using like the resources of the, of the group of the team basically to overcome um, challenges to overcome adversity basically instead of yeah. like butthole drama of like we're more focused on arguing with each other than we are of accepting opinions and ideas from everyone else and isn't that what Strangers World supposedly is going to be like yes yeah. I'm, oh, I'm really excited hopeful. for that because I already have the you know number one cosplay so I'm, I'm ready I'm mm -hmm. ready yeah, my wife is like so stupid excited about Strange New World. It's it's not even funny, <laughs> and like she's not even Etsy. a Star Trek. She can fan. get the cosplay on Etsy. Very good. Just yeah. so you know. <laughs> it, well, and and I think I mentioned this on like one of the shows, but she wants to. She think it, it would be funny for us to go to like a convention. Me dressed as Riker and her dressed as Una, and us like kind of squabble over who's number one. Una. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be really cute. But I'm telling you, you can get it on Etsy because that's where I got mine at least. Very good. So. Etsy's a major play. Etsy's like the uh, nerd version of Amazon. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it actually has the correct color. They actually supply the correct colors for uh, Ravenclaw. So for all the Ravenclaws mm -hmm. out there, you are yeah. not ignored on Etsy apparently. They actually got like the, the blue and bronze down. Blue, whatever. Yeah, so. Um, one thing that I'm I'm just kind of curious, like kind of transitioning this just a little bit, you know, like y'all came to the y'all listen to this show, however frequently or infrequently you listen to the show, you've supported the show in some way, whether financially or by showing up to contribute some ideas, to tell a friend about it, whatever it might be. I'm just kind of curious since I got you here. Um, <laughs> What is it about the show um, that I guess this this show that maybe you like that that appeals to you in terms of like how we cover content? I like the insights that y'all share, and I like that you listen to one another. You don't talk over each other. Some podcasts, it's almost as though you can tell that the person who is hearing is waiting for the other person to stop talking so they can put their thing across there's real receptive communication going on that I, I like and I enjoy and again you'll have some really cool insights that sometimes make me go huh I hadn't thought of it that way so I always like that too yeah the one that blew my mind like on air like while we were recording was the Dupler one like are we really having like some kind of like prime directive or some kind of issue like going on like by by like how we're handling the situation like that like just blew my mind I'm like uh uh think think <laughs> I hate to think yeah. on the fly but it, I mean it was that was a great one of the great conversations yeah so I'm glad I'm glad that yeah. you like that that kind of stood out to you how about you Jenny the, I kind of like what she, Katie was saying like the conversations I like to have a, a straightforward not so scripted like you know when you listen to some podcasts you can tell they're so scripted and you're like Ugh, I don't want to hear this. I want something that's open and yes. honest and I want somebody's a great opinion. That's what y'all do is I can sit there and listen to you on the way to work and have a great opinion and you know, not have some like forced on script they have to do and have to have some silly interaction. Yeah. And it beats it beats listen to the radio because you know the radio is the same thing every hour, so 
Very true. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. That, you know, that was one thing um, starting out two years ago where I would get like on my word processor or whatever and I'd like type up like an outline or something. And it just got to the point where I'm like, I can't sustain this. Like, I, I just can't. I just can't do this. Like, whether I'm doing it by myself or I have like someone that's going to be like a regular host, a, a, a recurring host, like one, that's just too much for me to keep up with. I'd rather it be organic because like this whole show was based around just being organic, just having fun talking about Star Trek. And again, I don't like to reiterate the same story and over and over again, but like part of like the apprehension I had in the beginning about even doing a Star Trek podcast is there are so many out there. Like mm-hmm. everyone like is doing like a recap show. Like they're starting with like, um, like TOS or something, or they're picking a certain show and they're like hyper analyzing it. I'm like, well, what, what on God's green earth am I going to do? Um, let's just talk Star Trek. Let's just see what happens. And that's, that's all it is. It's just that's a conversation how, about stuff. That's kind of how my, or my podcast worked out. We started it for, uh, to get the fleet 31 at, and people would interact with us. That's the whole reason we started because with COVID, we couldn't, no one could do their meetings, no one can go see each other. And so we started it for, to get our members, but then it just grew into other people join us. And we just have random talks about Star Trek, random talks about random stuff, about pickles. And yes. we always turn back to, <laughs> but we always turn back to Star Trek somehow. And yeah. that's the reason we did it. And we, there's no script. We, at the very beginning, we were kind of like, randomly pick an episode and watching it and uh you know talking about it but then we realized it's just not working for us it was not working just having interaction with the audience was the best thing for us what do you think what do you think there is to that because like i mean we're all like basically saying the same thing Mm -hmm. about scripted versus unscripted And, and i know that there was like some comments here and there about like organic and not feeling so, you know, just pa- pre-packaged, basically. Mm-hmm. But like, what else? Like, what's the big deal? Like, why? Why does organic, without being a hipster, um, s- seem appealing to to podcasts or, or, or like, you know, to maybe our podcast listeners, perhaps? I feel like there's a lack of authenticity in a lot of the podcasts. Again, because of the scripting, because of we're going to hit this, we're going to hit this mark, we're going to do this. And so it doesn't feel like you're having a genuine connection with the podcast producers. And let's face it, part of the appeal of podcasts is this is my Star Trek pal in my ears talking Star Trek to me. Sure, sure. And, you know, that is part of the appeal, at least for me. And probably perhaps for some of the other listeners is, is I feel like this is, I mean, I know it's I mean, I happen to have a relationship with you. I don't know that not everyone has an actual, actual relationship, but if you feel like you actually are getting to know the person mm-hmm. involved and, and have something and you're open to feedback, you're open to interaction. So you can have a relationship if y'all want one, guys, you know, <laughs> send stuff in. But but that's, that's part of the appeal, right? At least for me, so. Uh, it it these are real life humans having real life interactions, 
yeah. that I want to hear about, that I want to participate in, or and they, sometimes my participation is just beginning to hear it, but that I feel a connection. Very good. And we are so disconnected, especially with the pandemic. We're so disconnected right now. We're crying out for some kind of human contact in some way. And this is, I think, probably providing a real, uh, I'm not thinking, I'm, I'm losing I'm, I'm losing my articulation completely, but just a, a real connection, a, a real service. I was almost going to say ministry to people, but I didn't want to go that no, direction. No, it's fine. Some people might, you know, get weird about that. But honestly, I think that's, that's what it's providing, and I'm grateful for it. Awesome. Thank you for that. How about you, Jane? Anything that you want to add about this organic thing? I think she's, she's got it. You want the connection. Um, and having it organic is so much better than like a, a scripted, because you know what's going to happen. Like mm-hmm. when you listen to a podcast and it's all scripted, you know what's going to happen. You don't care that it's going to have the same thing over again. They're going to have, they pre-plan a fight because I think people like that. No, I'd rather listen to somebody have a, a, a genuine argument or a disagreement with each other. Because I like to hear each other's views on what they believe and not some scripted yelling match. And yeah. I don't know why people think that's great. It's not. I, mean, I like to listen to the arguments. I like to hear each other's opinion about something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't need the, the scripting yelling. Just yeah. screaming of it. That's, that's one thing I, I enjoy about, like, especially when we're doing, like, the episode reviews, is that uh, myself and, like, the two other guys that we have on will typically be like a different like ones like more extremely generous ones not and some ones like usually somewhere in the middle and it's just great hearing it all kind of come together mm-hmm. even recording it um, and putting it together mm-hmm. like sometimes like, like I'm caught off guard like wow you you really dislike that like <laughs> a lot wow <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, or you really love that. That's actually kind of surprising that you like that. Um, anyway, well, I'm, I, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to, to hear this. Um, and I think there, I think the thing that needs to like really be understood about like the organic versus artificial is that um, there's a difference between organic and, and high production value. Like you can still be organic and have like with your like thoughts, your speech, um, and ha- just have good production quality. Like that should not disguise what it is. Um, but it, yeah, like if you're just scripting like a fight at like every time, like at around like between thirty and thirty-five minutes, yeah, that's that's too much of a formula. Let's leave that alone. Um, I I guess like as we as we kind of maybe wind things down a little bit. Um, you two have been such good sports. What are some things like if you had a magic wand, right? If you had a spore drive and you could jump to whatever you want to with this podcast, like what would be some things that, you know, you'd like to see more of or just see in general with this podcast? More craziness. <laughs> More craziness. More fights. We want more fights. More fights. Let's go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about more of, but I really enjoy the book reviews when y'all cover that. And I have found books that I have been like, eh, I don't know, that I've decided, oh, let me go read this or let me go check this out because of 
the discussions you have had. So I don't necessarily need more of it, but it is, I like, I like that aspect. It's really nice. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. We are actually, um, two books behind right now or one book behind. So there's going to be like two drop in like pretty quick right after the other. Once we actually are able to, okay. to make it happen. Um, yeah. one being, um, the, uh, the Rios book, right? Uh, rogue elements. And then uh, book one of star Trek Coda, which I will spoil a little bit. Um, I love it. And That's what I've heard. And um, of the books that we have reviewed, I finished it. I took a day break and I started reading it again. So, oh, wow. if that how tells you, you anything, how do you find time that to does. read books? So between, I, so this is my secret, and I think I've talked. It's not really a secret because I mentioned it on um, the thing, um, the recording. I do um, either. Um, like I'll, I'll listen to it in the car, like when I'm like driving to like to daycare yeah. or just driving in general. And then when I have like a little bit of a downtime, I'll just, I'll actually read it. So like, I usually get the audible audiobook type of thing and I get the, the actual hard copy. Okay. So like I can alternate mm-hmm. depending on like what my availability is. So, um, yeah, I have, I mean, I have, I have audible like premium. So like it makes like I get the one credit a month, and there we go. That's what I was doing for a while, but yeah. I, I was so behind on Audible. Because I was doing it when I was working night audit. I will listen to a book at night when I'm cleaning and stuff. Gotcha. But now it's too hard to listen mm-hmm. to the book, and I reading's really hard, so having the book reviews helps. So it's like, okay, maybe this is a book I, I might be interested in. Okay, maybe I can find some time to to read it or, you know, listen to it. Yeah. But I'm too yeah. busy listening to my podcast in the car, so <laughs> 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 I have some podcasts I listen to. Yeah, yeah, I'm lucky. I mean, I listen to like three podcasts right now. Um, not, I mean, not counting yours because like it's not. Mine's necess- live. Yeah, yours is live. Right. It's not like on like Spotify or Audible or whatever. No. Um, so I mean, I I tune into yours whenever I'm, I'm able to, cause it's at nighttime and that's usually around bedtime for my kiddos. Yeah. So it makes it a little challenging, but, um, yeah, listening to podcasts when you're producing podcasts is it's weird. It's challenging sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. My, speaking of multitasking like that, my boyfriend does that. He listens to music and talks to people and plays a video game. That just hurts my brain thinking brain of that. Works that. But he's always listening to music. He always has music in the background. He's usually either playing Star Trek Online or he's on Trek Radio modding the chat rooms. Fantastic. How? How? How do you listen to music, mod a chat room, and play a Star Trek game? Oh, I don't know. Man, that just hurts just thinking of that. Yeah. Man. Well, I could see doing two of them. It's that third that just yeah <laughs> throws it off. You yeah, know? Like my my wife, um, she doesn't know how I do it, but like whenever I'm like grading papers or I'm writing papers or uh, I'm, I'm I'm doing research for like a client that I'm working with or even focusing like on on getting stuff together for a show that you know we're recording. Um, I listen to mainly movie instrumentals, like soundtracks, particular. So, like, uh, whether it's like film score or it's like, like or it's like Brahms or Beethoven or Mozart, uh, Rachmaninoff, or, you know, people like that. Um, mm-hmm. She just doesn't know because she just thinks like, 
that I'm just like seeing like the the movie in my head as I'm listening to it. I'm like, mm. no, I'm paying more attention to like how the music is doing stuff than it is like the reel itself. Yeah. And um, yes, depends so, on what movie soundtrack I'm listening to. But yeah, usually I'm just listening to the music, not the soundtrack. Yeah. Or picturing the soundtrack in my head. So. Yes. Well, um, we've been doing this for two years, like I said at the beginning, and we have a lot more in store uh, for our third year. And um, this is all wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff in terms of this because y'all haven't heard it yet, but by the time this comes out, you will have heard what some of the announcements are. So, like, um, <laughs> yeah, it's very wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. So um, just to, you know, mix more Doctor Who into it, because why not? Why not? Why not? Um, so do y'all have any like final thoughts, um, that you'd like to, to share as we kind of round this, round this out? No. Okay. I think you did a pretty good job. So like, sure. yeah, I think we covered most things. Okay. All right. Once this things. is done, maybe like something will come to mind, but probably not. Of right course. Now. Of course. It's always, yeah. it's always a case. Always. Always. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, just to give you a little tease, um, there'll be more details um, in the rest of this episode. But we are planning an away mission uh, with the podcast. So. Ooh. Um, and. Uh, uh, well, one specifically for like the podcast community, not necessarily for me as the host. So. Um, just listen to the rest of this episode and you'll you'll know what's up. Okay. You'll hear more about that and there'll be more details um, coming right. out here in the next um, couple of months um, as we get it all fleshed out. So that's what we call a tease. So I hope no you enjoy spoilers. that little tease. <laughs> hey, just wait till we end the podcast. They don't tell us. Right? Exactly. <laughs> oh, goodness. We'll just stay on the line. Yeah. There we go. Well, thank you so much for, for taking the time to um, just to have a, a conversation. I know we've probably gone a lot more over than we intended to, but thank you for being good sports. And um, y'all are always welcome uh, to come on as much or as little as you want to to share your thoughts about Trek, the podcast, or whatever. So there we go. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to a very special episode of These Are the Voyages. Joining me for this little, um, I don't know, trip down memory lane, we have we have the guys back. I got Lieutenant Commander David and I got Lieutenant Commander Eric. Hey, guys. Welcome to the party. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Silence. Silence. What a what a way to start a special episode. There's so much excitement. Oh goodness. Yay. Well, it's it's so. I'm I'm. No, no. If it's a party, where are the treats? I mean, they're here, but you're there. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You uh, you apparently missed the memo on that one, dude. So, but. Um, there, there's another um, thing that we need to talk about else um, some other time. Um, so, for for you to come to another party, um, David's gonna be making bringing his shrooms to the party. It'll be great. 
That's wow. not cryptic at all, is it? <laughs> Which my wife specifically requested the shrooms. So you know they got to be really good, really magical and everything. So anyway, family show, family show. Yeah. We're talking about edible mushrooms, everyone. Okay. They're very good. They're like grilled or sauteed. I don't know what they are. Steamed, smoked, everything. Not. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, all mushrooms can be edible. Let's just say that they are non-psychedelic. That we know of. Completely normal mushrooms. That we know of. (laughs) (laughs) So. Oh, goodness, goodness, goodness. Well, how how have you two been? Um, David, I know it's been a while, but how um, how are things in your world? Um, they're fine. I mean, realistically, they haven't been great, which is particularly why I haven't really been around. But he hates uh, us yeah, I mean, it's okay. It's not bad. I mean, that's the real reason he hates us. I mean, he just... He can't stand the sound of our voice. I mean, we we took. Well, well. To be honest, Chase, I can't stand the sound of my own voice either. Oh dang! Wow, this is this episode is starting out great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no. Like, how different does your voice sound when you listen to it on recording than to what you hear while you're talking? I mean, right. I, I know. I know what you mean. But I guess I've a lot different. I mean, we've been doing this for so long. I mean, I've been doing this for so long that I've just gotten used to the sound of my voice. And I mean, yeah, I just accepted it a long time ago that I sound like a weirdo, but I, I just go with it. I just go with it. Why not? Hey, I, I think you have a really good radio voice, Chase. Mm. David, you too. Me? I don't, I don't know. My voice. I have a face made for radio. <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, uh, regardless of, of you know what's been what's been happening, we've been we've been talking a little bit offline uh, about that, but um, it's it's still good to to have you here, man. I'm glad you're back um, for now until we scare you away or something, send you off to the Delta Quadrant for fish sticks or something. I don't know. Um, how, how the heck have you been, Eric? <laughs> Eric's giving me a look. Fish sticks in Delta Quadrant. What? Yeah, why would you have to go all the way to the Delta Quadrant to get fish I mean, sticks? it's the other side, the like 70,000 light years away that just have like the most delicious fish sticks. I mean, don't you know that? It was in a book. Uh, okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm saying right now, but I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah. okay. So how have I yeah. been? I've been doing very good, right? This was the last week of the quarter for us at nice. school. So students were particularly antsy about their grades, right? You always get that. Can you show me my grade every other day, right, toward the end mm-hmm. of the quarter? Um, I had to make sure I got all my grading in done yesterday. And then parent-teacher conference is next week. Yay! Yay. But then those are only on Monday and Tuesday, and then we have a five-day weekend after that. Well, isn't that special? I'd love to have one of those. That is. Yeah. I don't know if it really counts as a weekend if it's five days. It's all, I mean, time. You know, when Wednesday through Sunday? I mean, time is the fire in which we burn. 
It's 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 like a predator that's yeah, stalking man. us. It, that's exactly what it is. I mean, it's all wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff. There's plenty of wind. That's what it is. So just a window of opportunity with all those extra days that you have. How many time travel things can I throw in? Um, a couple okay. more. Okay. Well, with an extra five days, it's almost as if there's a guardian of forever looking out for you. And uh, that being said, where we're going, we don't need roads. And I can count all my yesterdays. Oh, good grief. Okay. David, you, I'm, I'm just going to, you can leave now if you want to, man. Like, this is already off the rails. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. No, 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 nothing. Yeah, nothing's changed. Nothing whatsoever has changed about this. No. <laughs> so, um, so you're you're probably still doing car duty, on top of uh, parent teacher stuff, still being groomed by the uh, by the headmaster, right? Right, Eric. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> any? Um, there haven't been any like white t-shirt contest things going on, like with all the sweat in your dress shirt, has it? Uh, no, no. It was. It looked like it was gonna rain on t- yesterday, on Friday. Okay. But it held off. Good, good. I th- wasn't the the last time you were like sweat. Like one of the last times you were sweating pretty bad, right? I think I remember that right. What? All the running around and. What? In co- I don't know. I mean, it gets pretty hot outside on a three, in that three to four window on a Texas afternoon. It gets pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Um, glad again. Glad you're glad y'all are back. Um, so for anyone tuning in, uh, this is this is a very uh, monumental day. I think it's a monumental day. I mean, I don't know, delusions of grandeur, perhaps. Uh, but two years, two years, of this show has been in um, in podcast world, and. I just I can't help but think of of how it kind of started, and I don't even know if David knows how this how this started or like what the idea was behind it. I mean, you were there, um, somewhere, uh, when it when it basically happened. There, so uh, David and I we were at a mutual friend's house uh, for a party um, a couple years ago, and I was talking to uh, one of the guys, and he was just asking me a bunch of Star Trek questions and asking me why I don't have a Star Trek podcast or why I'm not doing one or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, no one would listen to that. You know, like, who... I mean, there's like a gazillion Star Trek shows out there. I mean, I was like faithfully listening to one of them at the time. And, uh, yeah, I don't I do not do that anymore. I don't have time. But, uh, I mean, t- here we are two years later, started the thing, and, um, boy, have we talked about quite a few things. A whole lot of stuff and a whole lot of nothing all at the same time and um anyway i think like um early on is whenever i was able to reconnect with um eric uh with it like in the first year that this was on the air and um anyway i just wanted i just want to take the time just to kind of reminisce um on you know really kind of what we've done we've done in the last year and kind of looking towards what we're going to be doing moving forward um i mean obviously we have new star trek shows coming on uh pretty quick i mean we were, we're just wrapping up lower decks uh season two of lower decks and uh we've been doing that you know whether it's with just eric and i or david eric and i um so um 
we 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 spoke at one point, um, I think in one of the retrospectives about um, whether we like the material or not. Like one of the things that we've enjoyed the most is just being able to hang out on the airwaves and just chit chat um, week to week or however our schedules end up. Um, I'm just wondering, like whether it's been like with talking about an episode of like Star Trek, like for our our reviews, or if there's been a particular um, episode that we've produced of the podcast that maybe you've enjoyed for whatever reason. I'm just wondering if we can maybe kind of hang out there, kind of start out there for a second. So um, no pressure on who starts first. No, I think I think we did say that um, when we finished our Star Trek Discovery Season 3 wrap-up that, you know, it wasn't the our favorite show, right? It wasn't our favorite ride along the way, but I think what we enjoyed the most out of it was just getting to come and talk talk with talk between us every week all 13 weeks in a row and and I've really enjoyed that I know I can remember back when you asked me to do this chase two years ago and we hadn't spoken in forever mm-hmm. it seemed yeah. like and so I feel like you know I got my friend back in you chase and David I've never met you actually but you know I <laughs> talk to you here all the time it's been it's been nice getting to talk to you and and getting to know you a little bit, I've started to listen to your podcast and your your recaps of these things more. And so I just I've just enjoyed you know looking forward every week to no matter how much I like the episode, just to coming on here and chatting with the mm-hmm. two of you. Yeah. Yeah, and some of the some of the shows recently have um, definitely had ups and downs. I, I don't. I don't think we could all press ourselves to really say, "Hey, this was my favorite thing," or you know. I I, I think that the overall uh, discussions were really where it was at with a lot of that. But I have enjoyed uh, you know some of the literature that we've talked about here and there. Some of the uh, some of the books and so forth. Um, what yeah. was it? Uh, Living memory, I think, was one that was somewhat within the past. Well, I mean weird thing is it's been i guess about a month since i've even really talked with you guys on here mm-hmm. now that i think about it time has passed pretty quickly so it's been several months ago now for for even that book but uh i i think that for some people and i guess myself included i mean i've watched the shows but i never really looked at the periphery what else was out there around uh star trek and there is a pretty vast um, quantity of stuff, you know, uh, whether that's you know books or, or whatever medium, you comic books as well, uh, and still new, new and current stuff coming out. Uh, I mean, now, I mean, there have been a few books that have come out this year, and a new comic series and all that good sort of stuff. So, um, but yeah, just as far as as the the show goes, I think. Uh, just getting into the periphery of, of Star Trek and learning a little bit more, and then you know, just having the the, the weekly conversations uh, have, yeah. uh, has been really nice. Yeah, and Chase, remind me—I don't know if you have the the calendar, the schedule in front of you. What was like maybe the first podcast of year two? First podcast of year two? Yeah, like so. Like when did when did like so I can get an idea in my head of. <sighs> Like when where the delineation is from year one. To yeah, year hold two. on a second. Um, Do you know? I hate to put you on. No, the I got it. Like I got that. it right here, man. Um, 
Okay, I have it for October. Uh, I'm sorry, for November. So there was an episode, okay. I think, um, on the 27th of October, um, which would have technically been the first one. And uh, okay. But the, the one that I'm able to pull right now uh, would have been a Discovery Season 1 and 2 recap. And then after that was Generations and then The Return. Okay. So, so I was wondering about that Generations episode. Like, was that in year two or was that in year Yep, one? that was the beginning of year two. Because, because, like, you know, it's not the greatest of the Star Trek movies. It's not the second greatest of the Star Trek movies. It's probably not the third or fourth, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's probably, in terms of movie greatness, somewhere in the middle, sure. right, of the 13 or whatever, however many there are. I think 13 is the number. Um, but isn't my favorite of them all mm-hmm. and you know it's the thing that i've seen over a hundred times no doubt and you know i love talking about that movie i talk about that movie all the time right right i love that movie and finally getting into just do like a full breakdown i know we talked about some of my experiences with it um when on the very first episode that i was on that very old friends but but actually doing a full discussion of the movie i really enjoyed that very good very good i'm actually trying to find it right now um oh how about that okay so our first um the first one of of um the second year would have been best of best friends it was like a bracket kind of thing that we did sure sure i remember recording that that was the one where i didn't have my microphone plugged in (laughs) It was in front of me, and I was talking, but it wasn't plugged in. Which is just the running so joke. Chase, every time, every time before we start recording, it's the joke that Chase makes. Microphone's plugged in. It's so true, though. So true. <laughs> oh, good grief! And I think like um, we weren't uh, too surprised, like with what the that um, uh, bracket ended up being, in terms of like who the the BFF. Um, was going to be and uh, I remember after the fact you were like Chase why didn't you just rig it I mean this is your show like you could just like rigged it to to have the outcome that you want well I I, from what I remember is you had a first round matchup that should not have been a first round (laughs) matchup right I was like wait this could be a finals and you put it in the first round darn right I did (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness yeah like y'all are touching on some stuff with um like with the periphery, like like David pointed out, um, honestly, like I haven't really been into the books, mainly because like if I'm being completely honest, um, I was intimidated by it because there's just so much in terms of like the Star Trek literature out there. There are podcasts upon podcasts just dedicated strictly to um, Star Trek books, Star Trek literature. And I think like the closest that... Um, I came to even entertaining it in the beginning had to do with looking at like the um, Picard countdown comic uh, as we were like ge- gearing up for the Picard season one show. And, you know, I've heard people gush about like Imzadi, like that just seems to be like the most popular of the Star Trek books that people like gush over. And I'm like, well, I got to read that eventually. And uh, fortunately, you know, Dave and I, we got to, to cover that, which was, which was fun. And, um, I think, like, honestly, like, the real reason behind doing the books is just because, um, I promise I'm not brown nosing, but, like, I just, I love David's show so much, um, because it's, I mean, it primarily is a book discussion. Of course, they camp out in, 
show recaps, um, depending on the time of year, but um, just the care that you know David and his brother go through with them. Like, yeah, like he likes books. Let's let's do something at least once a month. Um, Living memory has been my favorite so far that you and I have covered together, David, and I think that shows in our commentary. That's that's the. That's the book with Worf on the cover. But no, it's not about no, that Worf, Shadows right? Have Offended. Shadows Have Offended is the one with Worf oh, okay. on the cover. No, Living okay. Memory is the one with okay. um, Uhura yeah. and Spock on the cover. It's a phenomenal book. Okay. Okay. And um, and sometimes I get the titles of the books messed up. Episode titles, I'll, I'll get those. Darn perfect, right, you will. Book titles. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where is that? There we go. So no one, everyone can't see this, but yeah, Living Memory, right there. Okay, all right. And, uh, yeah, Shadows Have Offended. Has nothing to do with Worf, which is weird with him being on the cover, which we talked about. Um, but, like... Yeah, it was it was also fun uh, getting into some of the, uh, the Shatner yes. books. With his... Uh, you, <laughs> you clearly get kind of that sort of campy, old, semi-inappropriate humor... You know, out of it too. That just kind of reminds you of a of mm-hmm. a bygone time, uh, and of course, you know, somewhat relevant. Old old Cap Captain yeah, Kirk did. went to space, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen? There's some cool memes related to Shatner going to space. Have you seen yes. some of them? Like the one is like, we should all be wearing Planet of the Apes masks <laughs> when he comes back. That's good. <laughs> and there's another one. It was like, it was somebody like. Uh, photoshopped a, a goatee onto him and said, "Evil Mirror Universe Shatner returns from space." <laughs> I haven't seen that one, but yep. I've seen the one with like you know the gorilla or whatever on the window, uh, going back to like that Twilight Zone episode that everyone knows about. Seeing like multiple like inserts of yeah. either the the his original Enterprise or the the A, um, just out the window. So yeah, yeah, that that's been that's been pretty cool. So, um, uh, but you know, I don't want I don't want David to have have um, all all the good stuff. Um, my I think my favorite episode that I've had um, I've done with you, Eric, was um, oh shoot, uh, Definitive Kirk. We did it in my in my kitchen, and yes, we did. Yeah, and that was so. I'm I'm pulling back the curtain on this one. That one. That was fun just because like we, we were actually recording it together. You know, like you brought your microphone and we just recorded it right there live. I didn't have to worry about Dropbox stuff or anything like that for file sharing. And uh, but it was a booger to edit, man. It was a booger to edit just because um, there was like I have a dynamic mic, but somehow I think like our voices were getting on each other's microphones. So I had to like do some like extra step of like filtering out voices so I could get like just a clean Eric file and a clean Chase file. Look, man, (laughs) not fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, we sat across your your kitchen table, and uh, you put the green screen behind each of us, which I don't know if you've used for the video version or not. If you put anything up fancy up there, I haven't seen it. but yeah, I was weird because like I was trying to look into my computer because we were recording right. the video. But then I was like, no, I want to look up because you are literally right across mm-hmm. from me. And so I was like, where do I look? <laughs> it was like 
Um, like Ricky Bobby, <laughs> what do I do with my hands? <laughs> I, I don't think Will Ferrell's funny, so I haven't seen Oh, that. goodness. Oh, we just need an episode of things Eric doesn't think is funny. That's a long list. <laughs> Eric's best of not funny list. I don't know. I don't know. Best of Yeah, not best funny. of. The best of. What's the top ten not funny? Can you give us a preview of that, Eric? What's Besides Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. <laughs> um, the Office. Oh, speaking of The Office. I don't know. Not funny. So we've talked about this. Um, about like my, my introduction into The Office. Like people are badging me. I'm like, it's not funny. And um, first season is horrible, by the way. I'll fight anyone that, that disagrees with me on that. Um, but like, it's it's a pretty good show. It finally took people in my, my cohort um, to actually watch it. Not my wife, figure that one out. So I um, this morning, um, again, wibbly wobbly stuff. So I, I just recently ran a, um, a virtual 5K and it was a um, an office inspired one. So I got my finisher medal, and it's it's a Dundee. So for anyone that has uh, watched The Office, you know Michael Scott hands out Dundees, so I got me a Dundee. So I feel special. So anyways, that's it. Time and place. Oh, okay. Okay. <sighs> so so Eric doesn't think The Office is funny. That's okay. Will Ferrell, okay. But we're, but here's the here's the real question, Eric. And I mean, David was close enough. Maybe he would have done it. Maybe not. But, you know, Semi-Pro, they filmed that in downtown Flint. Flint, Michigan, baby. They did. I remember that. Um, yeah. Did you... Uh, didn't have any interest in going no, up there to see it filmed. You didn't, didn't want to be an extra or anything? or David was there. I saw him. He was in, like, a little hot dog um, mascot outfit. I, I got receipts somewhere. Yeah, you know, I, I, I actually kind of have to agree with Eric on that a little bit. I think the only movie that I ever actually like laughed at, and it's kind of hard to get like a, an actual like real real laugh out of me, was Anchorman, the first one. There was some funny stuff in there, but it also had a really big cast, so it wasn't just Will Ferrell. But yeah, I, I can't really say that I I laugh laugh at Will Ferrell either. So okay, there you go. I'm not the only one. Dang. Me, me and um, my buddy, uh, a different David. <clears throat> yeah, right. Um, we would uh, we would dress up at like conventions um, as Will Ferrell and John C. Riley for like different things. So, um, in fact, when we went and watched um, the the Will Ferrell Sherlock Holmes, um, Holmes was it Holmes and Watson? Is that what it was called? I think that's what it was. It came out two, three years ago, maybe. Yeah, I, think, I think so. Something like that. Anyway, we. Um, we at a, at a convention we had dressed up as um, uh, Ricky Bobby, and um, he dressed up as Cal Naughton Jr. from Talladega Nights. So we had like our little NASCAR jumpsuits and our hats. We were walking around just doing shake and bake at conventions all day and just being dumb, staying in character. So we went to the the Holmes and Watson movie in our our Talladega Nights outfits, and um, I thought the movie was funny, but apparently the Holmes and Watson was like panned 
like by everyone. I think it, like I don't even know what the rating was on IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes or whatever, but it was it was bad. Like I think it was in like the teens or maybe single digits. Eric, you're our, you're our Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb guy. What do you got, man? Um, <laughs> I didn't even know that the two of them were in a Sherlock Holmes movie. There you go. So like Holmes and Watts. I think that's what it was called. Will Ferrell and John C. Mm-hmm. Riley from 2018. There we go. On IMDb, it has a user rating of 3.9. It has a meta score of, which is the critic, the critic, you know, rating of 24 out of 100. Okay. That's pretty. That's pretty awful. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get the. Uh, oh, here we go. You'll, you'll, so on uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, we have um, a 25% audience score, which is a green bucket of popcorn tipped over. And then we have a 10% on the tomato meter, which is just a green splat. That's really terrible. Yeah. So go watch it, y'all. When we're done, just go watch it. Have a good laugh. It'll be great. <laughs> or don't laugh, apparently, with those bad ratings. I, don't know. I liked it. I liked it. Oh, man, oh, man. But, uh, so yeah, like th- those have been, been some moments that I've really appreciated, um, uh, with you guys. Uh, like, like I said, like the, the books that we've done, David, and I know we have plenty more books that we're going to be, um, working our way through. And then, you know, of course the, the, uh, definitive Kirk. And, uh, one thing that Eric and I have talked about is, you know, we've done a, a best of slash definitive Picard basically. And, um, and now we've done a definitive Kirk, so we're gonna have to just work our way through the captains, basically, um, either this year or over the over this year into next year, whatever. But yeah, I think uh, the next one we'll probably dive into will probably be Janeway, um, in all honesty, uh, coming up sometime this spring. Yeah, I love me some Janeway. Of course you do. I'm super excited. I don't know. This is goes along with it. I'm super excited to see how much. K. Mulgrew is actually going to be in Prodigy, Mm -hmm. which is starting, I guess, in like two weeks from the time we're recording this. Yeah. Like, I love Captain Janeway, Catherine Janeway. She's amazing, right? I'm looking forward to talking about some of the best of moments from her because, you know, she's an uneven character. I blame the writers. I don't blame Kate Mulgrew. There are some really great Janeway moments. Yeah. Well, uh, and I I think that that's always been the nail on the head for me with with Voyager that series is just for me so all over the place that it makes it hard to watch like I I mean in earnest probably I don't know maybe a year or two ago I I sat down and I attempted to go through a rewatch and I stopped and I never went back along the way it's just sometimes it that that series just really suffered yeah yeah it's not like I didn't like the characters. Characters were fine. No, and it, Just some it, of the writing. It is, but yeah. it's got that nostalgia for me because it was not just the first Star Trek show that I like sat down and watched every week, but it was the first television show. Period. That I sat down every week and watched it, and from January of 1995 to May of 2001, every Wednesday at 8 p.m. on UPN, I was sitting there watching Star Trek Voyager. Boom. 
So I just I just love that. Yes. Yeah, See, for, for, for me, I mean, like, I, I watched Next Gen, <clears throat> kind of t the tail end of Next Gen, um, but not religiously. The first show that I actually watched religiously from episode one till the end was Enterprise. Yeah, Enterprise was on all through, all through high school, so I missed some of that, because I think they, like, yeah. moved it to, like, Friday nights or something, yeah. like, in its final season, and, you know... Friday nights when you're in high school, you probably you aren't always sitting at yeah. home watching Star Trek. I mean, probably plenty of times I did, but no, you know, I mean, it, there were other things. There were other things as well. Right? If you weren't playing <laughs> playing football, purely purely good purely things. Absolutely, goodness. <laughs> yeah, and and I didn't even know anything about Star Trek at that time. That's how that's how awful I am. I mean, apart from like watching Insurrection and wondering why the bald guy didn't have a lightsaber. I mean, that, that's it. Like that was that. I mean, and having nightmares of the Borg when I was really little. But that's it. That's all I got. See, y'all are better Trek fans than I am. Better Trekkies than I am. Good job. See, the Star Wars guy is a better Trekkie than I am. I'm just look. Thank you for listening for two years. This is the last episode. I'm gonna get in my shuttlecraft and go home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am home, but I mean, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. We'll be do, we'll be doing a um, a change of command ceremony, and um, I'll let Eric and David fight over it. Who's going to take over the the podcast? Because like, oh, oh, I get, yeah, okay. Are you going? Are you really just going on some secret mission that you can't tell us about behind enemy lines? See, if I told you that, I I have to kill you. <laughs> oh, okay. But I will say, just remember but, how many um, lights there are. One. Two, three. There are three lights. <laughs> there are three lights, everyone. There are not four lights, okay? There are only three lights. Uh, but yeah. Mm. Are you sure about that? Yes. Yes, I am. Yes, I am, David. Don't try and use those weird, you know, folky, dead religion mind tricks on me. I find your lack of faith of the heart disturbing. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, have you seen it's speaking of faith of the heart? Have you seen that meme? It's like um it's like it's got the theme it says Star Trek theme songs and it's like yes, I have. the original series and it's got like Beethoven and then like the next series got Mozart or whatever. And it's got all those like old-timey composers and then it's like Enterprise and it's got like a, a rock mm -hmm. band. Yeah, that looked like I was like looking in the comments and people were like, I don't get it. Can someone explain it to me? <sighs> oh. <laughs> but like, why didn't they also have like a little bit of like some banjo or something, too? Because like once you got to season three, it was like very country bumpkin ish. I'm just saying they they definitely rearranged it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> in season three. Oh, goodness. Goodness, goodness, goodness. Well. Um, you know, apart from like maybe moments that you've that that y'all have um, uh, enjoyed or appreciated, whatever it might be, uh, I'm just curious. You know, what are some stuff that y'all would like to see? Y'all y'all would like to do or talk about um, in the future with this show? Well, I mean, as you mentioned, right? Um, you know, by doing the the Picard and Kirk and. We've talked about, you know, doing the Janeway. I'd like, I'd like to do run through some more of the characters. It just, 
you know, highlight the people that you're actually watching the show for. Um, you know, it doesn't always have to be the big characters. I, I like, I would love to do a Reg Barkley episode, because like, as much as as much as we all would like to think maybe we're gonna be, you know, Will Riker or Jordy LaForge or somebody like that. Most of us listening are probably a lot closer to Reg Barkley. Right. Or And I don't know, that first episode that he's in, um, Hollow Pursuits, that is just one of the most brilliant episodes like ever. I would love to talk about Reg Barkley. And maybe not just him, but some of the, like the more peripheral peripheral per- peripheral? Peripheral. Peripheral. Peripheral characters. That might be fun. Okay. So you want to talk? You want to do like a potato peeler episode? Got it. I'm all over that. We can do it. Right. We're gonna do an episode. The chef from Enterprise. There we go. Right. Yeah. That's who we're gonna do an episode for. Yeah, man. <laughs> or remember oh, that? Remember that God. in Enterprise, that that like Doctor Flox's assistant who was there for like three episodes. That's who we're gonna do. Oh yeah. We're gonna do a who's who. In Star Trek media episode, like you're gonna show me a picture, and can you name this? Dude, person? let's do that. Yes, <laughs> yes, hundred percent. Okay, okay. I gotta, I gotta go to like some obscure joints now, and and pull some pictures, dude. I'm all over that. I mean, if you're gonna be, um, if you're gonna be Lieutenant Commander Info, we got, we gotta, we gotta test this theory to its end, to its logical conclusion. All right. Yes, we are doing that this year. Maybe more than okay, once. Okay, there. New episode. Boom. boom. Name this character. <laughs> <laughs> like that was a joke when I did that, but boom. All right, let's do it. I'm up for it. Oh man. What about you, David? It looked like you were about to say something, and then we just started chuckling incessantly. I love a good chuckle. Um, (laughs) Good chuckle. Uh, Wow. Um, So I'll I'll give you a real answer. I'll give you a fantasy answer. What I would really enjoy is if we had a series that we could talk Mm. about that we really enjoy. Hey, hey, you you never know. know. That might might be coming. You never know. (laughs) No, you know, the the thing is, is like, I think we all know what we like. And uh, sometimes it's, it's really it's really hard to to pick that out, but um, I I will say you know one thing that I I really actually do enjoy talking about and nobody really talks about it. I don't want to call it the redhead stepchild series or the entire thing because I I still honestly think that's Voyager for most people, but I I just love to talk some Enterprise. At some point, just just run through some enterprise stuff, because like I always I I am a first origin story movie person, like, you know, favorite Captain America. First Avengers. Great. The first one. That's not not everybody's not everybody. No, not the Avengers. The first Captain America movie. The 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 very first. first Yeah, the first Avengers. Avengers, What's that? Origin story. Yeah. The first Avengers. Oh, is that what you said? I'm sorry. My bad. I, I, I didn't quite hear it. But yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I kind of like the origins of it and the fact that they're, they're out in space, and in, <laughs> in this ship that's, uh, 
doesn't really belong out there in the greater in the greater universe at this time. They're, you know, underpowered. They don't have the speed, the weapons, you know, and it's all trial and error. That to me is always so interesting because you, you got to start somewhere. You can't just automatically be, uh, I don't know, just the master of every every situation. And you kind of got that a little bit in the original series, uh, at least to, to my to my mind. But you know, in, in next gen, they had the fastest ship, the best weapons. You know, it's not like they really. I mean, granted, you're going to have your challenges, but at the same time, they were on even footing with pretty much everybody yeah. else, at least all the major powers. But in Enterprise, there, you know, the Klingon Empire probably could have wiped them 100%. off the face of space. Just, just, you know, I mean, the first episode obviously kind of, you know, oh, you helped us, yet. so we won't kill you <laughs> yet. Um, but like, you know, the the, the Vulcans and and sort of at the height of their kind of, I, I don't I don't know if you want to call it evolution or whatever, but before they kind of went back to more of the peaceable. Uh, route they were still out there andorians and tellerites were a big deal and and anyway i just i i've always enjoyed kind of like that uh that look back at at where they came from uh before they started to just become the standard of the galaxy and it's the federation and all this stuff um you know i don't need mega future michael burnham federation i just want this this very uh starfleet <laughs> you know just just starfleet yeah, i think yeah. that'd be yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Chase and I, we did an episode where we talked about the ship, the Enterprise, right, and what we thought about that, and that was a really cool episode because we were all like, "This is like a submarine. It feels like a submarine, mm-hmm. and it feels like a military crew, and you're just out there winging it rather than like the Hilton in space that Chase has always described the Enterprise D D as wall to wall carpet, baby. Well, and. It, when you kind of said military in space, I mean they, they do draw a lot of um, uh, a lot of inspiration from like old world navy because like later on, eventually after the Zindi thing, they they had the, Makos, the yeah. Marines or the Makos or yeah, whatever mili- what, military what Makos. Yeah, which in the old world would have been the Marines. You know, it was just a specialized force of soldiers. Whereas you know, in more modern uh, treks, it, it's uh, they're all one unit. You're just either command or operations or, you know, medical scientific and so forth. So I just, I don't know. I've always found it yeah, fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I've, I've talked about this before, um, but you know, Star Trek enterprise or enterprise, whatever you, however you want to call it, uh, is, is in my top three, which is, I think very surprising to people. Um, you know, it's, it's next gen, um, and it depends on the mood that I'm in, whether it's like a two or a three for either Deep Space Nine or, or Star Trek Enterprise. And, and that might be sacrilegious to some people, but I'm okay with it. Um, I, I really like the show. I think it's it's underappreciated. And contrary to popular belief, we did not name the show, name this podcast after the series finale of Enterprise. Um, there's a whole story to that, yeah. but it's not because of the show. Yeah. We, don't, we don't talk about that episode. You mean the greatest episode of Star Trek ever? The episode that shall not be named. <laughs> oh goodness! Yes, steam steamroller. So yeah, like I'm, I'm, um, I'm down for that. We oh, could do. Oh man, I really have to make a decision. Let's let's hollow. We could definitely do something with it. Um, God. With with like an enterprise or like um, a show 
something or another, like whether we like adopt it or, or whatever, we'll have to like flesh that I, that out. And uh, maybe that's something we can like touch on at like different points in the year um, of like, you know, reviewing a season or parts of seasons or something. So we can, we can definitely work something out with that. Um, so for me, like one thing that I've been wanting to do um, is I want to talk about music more. I mean, I think that that's probably obvious to a certain extent uh, with like how I gravitate to um, the soundtrack and like how something is scored for like an episode or whatever. Um, I I think I spent um, almost an inordinate amount of time talking about the Picard um, theme song at one point. So, uh, but the thing is I got to find the right people um, to be able to do that. Like, um, like I know we could talk about it, but I want like more music theory type of stuff, like to be like to, to talk about, uh, rather than like, yeah, they did a good job, like with that cello or they did a good job with that French horn or something like that, you know? Um, so if, if you're listening and you're a music theory person, let's go, let's do this. Um, I mean, David's got like two guitars on his wall right now. So, I mean, he might be able to, I, there's no, three. there's only two. There are two guitars. I just don't get to see the third one. No. <laughs> oh, no. Trust me, Chase. There are three. Ooh, look at that red. You got some, like... <laughs> <laughs> that was only for That was only for video, video yeah, watchers. Yeah, the, the, pan, the pan and scan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. No, yeah, I mean... See, sometimes, sometimes when you bluff, you actually have to have the cards, Chase. That's all right, Riker. Oh man, well, well, well. So, so David, here, uh, this, this yeah. is a question for you, bud. You know, you, you've been. Um, I mean, you, you run your own show, right? Like you do your own star, your own Star Wars show. Um, you've made appearances here and there on other podcasts over the last however many years that I've known you at least um, having the the unique perspective of being I guess a content creator like where you have to come up with the stuff and edit it put it out That's whatever okay word. just you're you're a person that does the thing <laughs> I'm, I'm a all right fine you can creator. use your just get your fedora your oversize um, sandals, your pumpkin spice latte, and you can complete that look. Um, you little hipster, you. Um, what do you What do you see as like one of like the challenges? I guess like with with podcasting um, in general. It, it, it for me, it it has zero to do with the the editing or even the content. If you actually enjoy what you're talking about, you'll never run out of things to talk about. I think the thing for me is um, really is, is the potential for the burnout of it. You know, talking too much about it, not being varied enough or uh, trying to chase uh, trends. I, I actually watched a video this morning of a larger music-based YouTube channel. The guy has been in... Uh, the music industry he he's produced like literal platinum records he's he's helped write uh you know number one hit songs 
and all that stuff. And um, a lot of times what he wants to do with his whatever 5 million subscribers is just do a music theory video, but they never perform. They want to see this. They want to see that. They want to see this. So I think, I think the hardest thing, you know, once you get along and, and you actually want to grow and, and usually it starts, I think, with just trying to create conversation. It's nice to hear from people uh, and, and incorporate their comments and things and incorporate what they, what they would like to see too. Um, and I think that that can, be, that can be very, very hard, like, you know, for YouTube. I have to, well, I don't have to do anything, but I do put a disclaimer in some of my videos because it's just the method I use. And oftentimes I get people that come through and say, oh, you're not doing it the right way. It's like, well, there's no right or wrong way. You just have your way of doing it and I have mine. And then recently I had somebody say, well, God, you always say this every video. What? Just stop it. It's boring. It's like, well, I have to because there's always going to be people. Um, but yeah, I, I would say that that's actually harder because it, like with what we do here, you know, despite the fact that we might rag on some of the shows and, and all that good sort of stuff, the fact of the matter is, is that we've always enjoyed the conversation. Like having the, you know, going through some books or talking about, you know, whatever, this, that, and the other, rigged brackets and stuff like that. Um, I mean, not rigged, but you know, that that's the kind of thing that I would say that if there's anybody that, that really wants to start doing something do it because you enjoy it not because you want to make a career out of it or, or make money off of it or, or whatever there are tons of ways to make money in content but very oftentimes those people wind up living some pretty terrible yeah. lives so yeah um, that's yeah. that's been um uh, a challenge at times and i think like because like i mean i, I do want to hear from the listeners and um I mean, if I'm being like honor, if I'm being honest and kind of vulnerable, not just with you guys, but you know, the the folks that are listening too, is we don't really hear too often from folks um, on on like the email and the the like phone calls and stuff like that. So it's it's really hard to gauge how we're doing. Um, and I mean, I can have a great idea, you guys can have a great idea on something, and we can run with it, but. I mean, I don't want to be trendy in the sense of like, we're going to just like camp out on this thing and just like hit repeat on it until we get sick and tired of it, you know? Um, well, if you, if you did, you would just be doing a rewatch. Yeah. Right? Like just a season by, you know, just like of the old material. Do it. Uh, Eric, weren't you talking about a, another podcast where the actor who plays Tom Delta Paris Flyers. does, yeah, like, so does yeah, that? It's called the Delta Flyers. The Tom Paris and Harry Kim, they're doing a rewatch and talking about like what they remember and some behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. I mean, granted, that's a little different mm -hmm. because they were actually there, and, and that can be interesting. But, I mean, at least in this sphere, uh, from what I've seen, that's kind of a lot of people will gravitate yeah, towards that. Yeah, and that's that. the thing, too. Um, you know, kind of going back two years ago to whenever I was having that conversation, um, like it, like the the idea behind creating this podcast was to be able to create conversations with people that might not have had any exposure to Star Trek, period, and not needing like that fifty five years worth of knowledge type of thing, but also not doing an episode by episode recap of fifty five years worth of episodes, which. Um, I've listened to a lot of those those shows before 
Um, I used to, in fact, whenever I was driving a thousand miles a week for work, literally driving a thousand miles a week for work, I would be listening to um, a bunch of different podcasts, like some Lord of the Rings stuff. I'd be listening to like some Star Wars stuff. Be listening to um, a guy named Rob Paulson, who is like a very prolific voice actor. Love him, by the way. Um, and of course, this other Star Trek podcast. And so, like that. I mean, that was like part of the inspiration for this one. But I'm like, I don't want to just do episode by episode things, right? Like, I mean, if we do like a like new, if new Star Trek ever came out, which it was at that time and still is, yeah, we can recap it. But we don't need to go all the way back to, you know, 1966 or 1987 or 93, 95, whatever, and, and start there. Um, I wanted this to be accessible. So if it seems like we've been kind of flighty in terms of what we've talked about, mm, that's, I guess that that's just us. <laughs> if I can just put it that way. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know if that model necessarily works, but... Um, that's the heart behind it. That's the heart behind this show is just wanting to be welcoming to to anyone that wants to have an in with Star Trek. Yeah, and, and I feel like many, many times you and I have said like that we don't want to be gatekeepers and, and we're not trying to tell you like this is what you need to think of this episode. We've done a lot of episode recaps and we've said... This is just what we think, but if you like this, we're happy for you. Like, go ahead and like this. Don't think that because maybe we aren't the biggest fans of this that you shouldn't be. And I hope that that's come across in everything that we have done and that we have talked about I, in the, t the television episodes and some of the book discussions as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I want to, I mean, I still want that to to remain the heart of the show. Um, I, I mean, I, I, just, I just do. I mean, we, we're in a very divisive society. It's, um, um, to borrow a line, only a Sith deals in absolutes. And to say that you have to think the way that I do is not going to do any good for anyone. So we've, we've praised where there, there's stuff to be praised in all the shows that have come out that we've been doing recaps, like shows that we just don't like. There have been really good moments and we've got on the hype train with it. Um, even recently with Eric and I, um, one of the more recent episodes of, um, of Lower Decks, like we're not the biggest Lower Decks fans, but whew, if you listen to the last one, you'll, you'll know what we thought about it. So I don't think David's watched it yet or, or listened yet, so... Not so yet. There you go. A little <laughs> teaser. A little teaser for you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I know I asked um, David that question, like what the challenges are of being um, like a podcast or content creator or whatever, uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, but for you, Eric, like I know you just um, say like, just tell me when to show up and that's, that's cool. But like, I'm wondering like from, <laughs> I mean, seriously, right? <laughs> basically. Um, but doing this though, I'm wondering if there's like, um, a perspective of yours that you have to offer in terms of like challenges to conversations and just the, this podcast beast that we, we deal with. Well, I think that, that we're in, in an era where 
you know, it's so easy to create, to be a content creator, you know, how much David likes that phrase yes. or not. It's, it's very easy for everyone to go out there and, and create content, right? There are 50 million podcasts out there, mm-hmm. right? I, ballparking it, right? Everyone can create their own. Everyone can make their own YouTube channel, right? And you know, your Twitch streamers, and there's just so many people out there that are making content. And I feel like people often think that they have to compete with everybody else that's out there. And it can be really difficult if you're trying to just compete with everybody out there and you're trying to compare your number of views or likes or listens or downloads to somebody else's number of likes, you know, downloads, listens, whatever. And I think that that can be a challenge for some people. Yeah. And and don't don't chase other people. Just do your thing, and you know, hopefully, you know, you'll you will attract people that appreciate the content that you are making. For sure. So I was um, you were just mentioning like likes and chasing likes and stuff like that. Um, it still blows my mind where people are listening to this show. Like before, okay, before I even do that, like. Um, I mean, I can I can look at the stats and I can see, you know, which service or services you know people are using the most to to listen to this. And there's I mean, there's quite a bit. Um, number one is this thing called Castbox. Uh, we have, of course, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, um, directly on Podbean, which is where we host um, the podcast. Um, we've got some. This is crazy to me. That we have seen such an increase in listens just by having the podcast now listed on Amazon Music and Audible now. So, which is crazy that people are, are listening there. Um, I mean, it's not yeah. crazy that they're listening there, but just that, that we've had such an uptick just by have, um, recently adding that service. Um, so there's that. Now, here's the stuff that like, is just wild to me. Where people are listening. I mean, our, our little podcast in like a little corner of the Alpha Quadrant, um, just to name a few. Uh, okay, so obviously we have the United States. Um, there's at least three of us, maybe two of us, that listen to it in the United States. Um, we have Canada, United Kingdom, Poland, Germany, uh, Japan. People listen to us in Japan. What's up with that, man? If you're listening, hello. Hey there. Uh, we have the Netherlands, Spain, India. Like the like, it's just wild to me. And then there's unknown. Like, are people listening to us in space? Like, <laughs> they, they have yeah. their VPNs <laughs> on. I don't. Star Trek is banned in my country, but I need to listen to this. <laughs> and now a word from Hello. our sponsor. <laughs> Do you not want people to see what you're doing? Get Surfshark. You can have the first three months by using code Kapla. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. We are not sponsored by Surfshark at all. But I mean, not, not just that, but like, um, like people in like Australia too, like parts of Australia and New Zealand, and goodness, like w- starting this two years ago, I would have never dreamed that there would be people anywhere over there around like 
I didn't think anyone outside of like Texas and Ohio was going to be listening to this show because like most of the people I knew that podcasted are in Ohio, if I'm being honest. So it's crazy. This is just, just bonkers to me. It's absolutely bonkers. So if you're listening and you're from one of those countries and um, I know there are others too, um, like I know there's people in like South Africa that are listening too. So wherever you're listening, thank you for letting our voices be in your ears. It's, it's um, very much appreciated. So, um, one thing I, I do want to talk about is, um, I, uh, so this, this last year of, of the podcast has been particularly challenging, uh, for reasons. And, um, um, that reason being obviously my mom died, um, beginning of, of 2021, which totally zapped my, my creative motivation, my creative anything there for, what was that? Like at least two or three months, I want to say. I, th- I can't, I think I called, I, was it, did I call Eric up first? I can't remember who I called, but I called one of y'all. And um, I kind of had my, my come to Jesus moment where I was like, yeah, let's 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 do this again. Um, but it was it was very much um, very draining. Um, like even like just thinking about like having to take care of a, a toddler at the time and just working and life in general. Podcast aside, not that not that this podcast is a chore. I mean, there there are chores to it in a sense, like you got to like edit the stuff and publish it and stuff like that. But that's nothing in the grand scheme of things as far as I'm concerned. Um, I've told folks um, close to me, like I've told friends and family and just other coworkers too, um, that it's important to have like self-care um, type of thing. And I think we've talked about self-care in different ways on this show. And for me, not podcasting, especially not talking about Star Trek, um, can really mess with me. Um, so this is how I take care of myself. So it was like this weird, um, like almost catch 22 of sorts. Like I needed to take care of myself, but I wasn't taking care of myself. But if I wanted to take care of myself, I didn't feel like I was taking care of myself. Um, I don't know if y'all felt that way, whether it's been with something like this or something entirely different, like baseball, guitar, movies, whatever. Um, is that, does that resonate with anyone? Um, no, but I understand what you were going through too well, right? I know how that situation feels, um, and I can sympathize with you the whole way there, and I understand why you needed to take some time off. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, I support you in all of that, and I... I don't know, because I'm not, I'm not a content creator. I'm not a creative person in general myself. Sometimes I write, but I'm not a creative, so I don't, I can't, I can't understand that, that aspect of it, like, you know, you know, helping in that sense. But if this podcast is something that definitely helps you, right, then, then I'm glad that, you know, I could be a part of helping you through that, that point in your life. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, uh, 
obviously conversation can be very cathartic, but more specifically talking about something you enjoy that will get you kind of out of a particular mindset it can be very valuable. Um, so yeah, yeah, no, I, uh, I unfortunately also know the feeling too well. So yeah, I, I, uh, glad it, glad it's been a positive about Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I don't mean to put a damper on, but I mean, like it was a, it was, it was a significant chunk of time for the show, uh, for me, for all of us, right? Like that listen. And like, even for us that we're having conversations, um, I think, um, when it happened, uh, discovery had just recently ended. And I think it was like, um, a week or two later that we were planning on doing the retrospective or, or it was like really sh- right around that time frame we were planning on doing the retrospective and we had either recorded it or something. I can't remember how, what the nuance was that with that, but, yeah. but it took like three months I, to get the retrospective out basically. Right. I think we recorded it and then it like sat on ice yeah. for, for a long time mm-hmm. before it actually came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Yeah. 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 But I'm, I'm glad, like I, I really enjoy doing this stuff with you guys. Um, whether we, we had like, um, uh, you know, stuff showing up on, on a podcast listserv or whatever, anywhere out there or not. Um, I would just enjoy having conversation with y'all, um, about Star Trek, about anything for that matter. Um, I enjoy the friendship and I think that's, that's the thing that has come through the most for me is, um, you know, just being able to talk whatever, like we've, we've said before. So, um, yeah, like, yeah, like I, I mean, just being able to talk with someone about Star Trek, like I've been a Star Trek fan my entire life and I've literally met one person in real life that is also a Star Trek fan and that is you Chase. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean like, like literally I have never in my life like met in real life in person somebody else who's a Star Trek fan other than Chase. My brother is like a super cash. Okay, right? yeah. That doesn't surprise um, me. Like you know and he'll watch it like we watch Star Trek Generations a bunch of times, right? On those family car mm-hmm. trips. And, you know, he's watched First Contact a bunch of times, I'm sure. But, like, and I'm see- he's seen episodes here and there on TV, but he's not, like, a fan. And I've never met anybody in my life who's a fan other than you, Chase. Hmm. I know there are millions of people out there in the world, right? And I know I talk to you all the time, David, and I've talked, right, with some <laughs> other people that are Star Trek fans. But, like just being able to talk about this thing that I love with some of somebody else is like, there are people, I'm not the only one. No, you are not. I'm not. There are millions of people out there, but like, I don't know any of them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All the listeners out there, Eric needs a friend. He wants some people to talk Star Trek with besides Chase. You can if you live in the San Antonio. If you area. live in the San Antonio area, <laughs> he can be found at. Just kidding. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Oh man, oh man. Well, I'm I'm glad that you had that outlet, and uh, I'm glad that we were able to bring um, uh, David to the dark side 
of sorts, you know, to to cheat on his own fandom, right, of Star Wars, and um, and you know, every now and again, moonlight with some Star Trek stuff. So thanks, David. Appreciate it, bud. Yeah, well, he, you know, he 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 brought us both to like to his side too. Yeah. You know. True. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about 1999. I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that was in in this year two. I don't remember exactly when we recorded that, but it seems like it was probably November ish, December ish, Some, yeah, something, something like that. Something like that. That's, yeah, that sounds yeah. right. Yeah. I had to take you away from the science. You'll trust the science. <laughs> no, no, you trust the force. No, we trust the science. The force. Eh, it doesn't matter. It's all the same. <laughs> Speaking of, of trusting your instinct, I can't wait for you to to watch um, a more recent episode of, of Lower Decks. Trust, I mean, there's like some force kind of stuff going on in there. I'm just saying, it from a from a certain point of view. <laughs> I, I was I, I was telling Chase earlier. I, I just I really haven't felt like watching anything lately, um, and I'm pretty sure I got an email along the way that said like. Yeah, Paramount Plus had trouble with your card, so I I might turn it on and my subscription might be canceled. I might have to like re up again hmm. to even watch awesome. it. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Do you ever have a, Do you ever have an issue with like Paramount Plus? You'll be watching a show and then all of a sudden it'll say the next episode is not available included, but you can purchase it. Nope. Yeah. I have a lot of trouble like, with Paramount I, I don't, Plus and I don't, stupid I don't know if it's just Paramount and, Plus or if it's because I, I'm just watching it on the channel on Amazon Prime. But, like, I was watching, like, CSI, right, the original, because that's nostalgic for me, too. Mm-hmm. And so I, I watched the entire first season and, like, the first episode of season two. And all of a sudden, after I got done with the first episode of season two, it was like... The entire rest of the show wasn't available to watch. It wasn't included, but you could like purchase individual episodes for like two ninety nine each. I was like, "What did you just do? Like, why did that just happen?" And then like <laughs> I stopped. I wasn't. Like, I'm not gonna buy this. And then like two weeks later, they all came back included because they they like, oh well, okay, he's not gonna buy them, so <laughs> we'll like put them back. <laughs> like, like he's not gonna buy it. I was like, what, what, what just happened there? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, like I don't know if that's Paramount Plus or if that's just Amazon Prime. I think it's just Amazon I'm, Prime. I'm not actually subscribing to Paramount Plus. Yeah. I'm just buying the Paramount Plus channel on Amazon mm-hmm. Prime. I think that's I think that's the case. That's that Je- Jeff Bezos man. He's he's got to build more rockets. He got he's got to mm-hmm. get the two ninety nine out of you a few times. That's right. You know? So. Um, Speaking speaking of which, um, there was a um, there's a costuming group that I'm part of uh, where like you like get tips on like how to make costumes and like screen accuracy, production stills, and stuff like that. So unrelated to actual Star Trek, I was recently watching um, an episode of CSI, and this is like something else that I I've been wanting to do but we haven't done yet, and that's like a Star Trek parody episode um, that I want to talk about. Um, I think we've kind of done it with Galaxy Quest to be. Well, we- Galaxy yeah, yeah, but like I want to do like more, like, like the homages and just stuff like that. So uh, there's an episode of, of CSI, I believe it's season nine of the original CSI, oh, and it's called a space, space oddity. oddity. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. 
where um, you have um, Hodges and uh, Sims who are huge Astro Quest fans. And like it is like straight up out of 1960s Star Trek. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm there for it. I love every single second of it. Yeah, there's like, they're like they say to Jim Brass, Jim, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's dead, Jim. That's what he says. No, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, I because rem- I remember that because like it was season nine. It was it was battle the new battles. I call it the new, but it's been over for over a decade. Battlestar Galactica was on TV, and like you know the original series is kind of campy, right? And then um, the original Battlestar Galactica is kind of campy too. And so Ronald D. Moore, right? I don't know how many times I've mentioned Ronald D. Moore on this podcast, right? But, you know, he created the Battlestar Galactica, the reimagined version, and turned the campy show into, like, this dark and gritty, realistic show. And in that space oddity, they were, like, remaking the show Astro Quest. But, like, they were showing a screening at a convention, and he, like, turned the campy show into, like, a dark, gritty, realistic. And, like, Ronald D. Moore was a cameo from an audience member going, You suck! (laughs) And it was just like because like he did the same thing with the show and he had heard that like I'm sure thousands of times I that I remember that episode and yeah I so we might we might have to talk actually talk about that or maybe maybe not talk about it but just do more like satire parody homage well type I mean discussion. have you watched that do you, have you watched do you watch Black Mirror no but I'm aware of the episode of Black Mirror with that. Right, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like a homage, I guess, if you will. Yeah. So, um, some things that um, that I'm looking forward to this year is uh, more discussion, a lot more Star Trek than we had um, than 21. Um, I don't know how effective we're gonna be when it comes to actual like TRTV awards um, this year, since we've basically just had lower decks and prodigy and just a smidgen of, of discovery. Isn't that right? Yeah, just a, just a little bit. So I don't know how, how much we'll be able to like churn out with that. But uh, I've been talking with Eric about this. I think, uh, in fact, I think the idea originated with um, David in one of our book discussions. I've, um, I ran it up the flagpole with the Admiral. So we don't have an actual date established yet, but we are going to have our first away mission as a podcast this coming year. So we're going to do like a little Final Frontier kind of uh, type of thing. We'll, we'll sing Row, Row, Row Your Boat um, type of thing together. We'll have some like beans and some hot dogs. It'll be great. Uh, we're going to do like some kind of camp out. We might just call it the Final Frontier, but we're going to have like some kind of away mission where we'll meet like at a campground or something and just be complete total dorks together um, more details coming but uh, we're just trying to um, get that figured out in terms of like time of year just because like there's never a good time but we're just trying to figure out like the most goodest time yeah that's that's a that's a word now the most good the most goodest you know. No, that sounds like a lot of fun. That something like I have, I used to go camping, uh, like for one weekend every month, right? Mm-hmm. For many, many years, 
and then weeks in the summer at least two weeks every summer and it was a lot of fun i haven't been camping in forever that sounds like a lot of fun yeah and we'll we'll do something where there's like maybe like a cabin option or an rv option for anyone that needs to glamp uh we can do that too that's not camping (laughs) all you need is like matches a knife a pot to boil stuff in all right macgyver and you're good (laughs) and some water (laughs) all you get is a whistle and a stick (laughs) have fun survive see you in four days <laughs> uh, but yeah, like that's that. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Um, whether we actually watch Final Frontier or not, uh, that's that's whatever. But the point is, I mean, we might start out talking about Trek and like geeking out about Trek stuff. But like other themed parties that I've been to, that I know David's been to as well, it starts out with with the thing, but it doesn't end with the thing. So. We'll, we'll end up having good conversation, good food, if we can help it, and uh, go from there. So um, in all likelihood, um, it's probably going to be like maybe like a Texas or an Oklahoma kind of thing that we might be, be going to. So just keep that in mind. You know, you know something I'd, I'd also like to do? What's that, um, Well, conventions are starting to come back, right? Right. We're just now starting to get that and you had sent me like uh like some information about a convention that was in i think it was in dallas or it might have been in san, san antonio, antonio at the time yeah that was supposed that was supposed to be in like june of 2020 right mm-hmm. and like obviously that didn't happen for reasons yes right but like they're starting to come back and and i i've never been to a convention before and i know that you've had podcasts i think it was with Jenny was that her name? Yeah, How, probably. Like, she talked about like the, the Star Trek cruise and all the things and all the information about the conventions. And I would love to go to a convention at some point. Like I've never been to one ever. And hopefully, if they start to come back, that could be something that we could do this whenever if there's one around. Because I know they're starting to come back. They are. Yeah. Yeah. The, the there was one in uh, Dallas uh, about. A month and some change ago, I want to say, and I mean everyone was still, I think, required to wear masks and stuff. So um, whether we go while there's still like mask mandates or highly encouraged mask whatevers, um, that's fine. But yeah, we can we totally do something like that. You know, um, I've I've talked to a couple different people about this too. I think it would be funny. To um, to actually show up at like a Star Wars convention dressed as like a Trekkie or something, um, like as a red shirt, like standing in front of like a stormtrooper and like or something like that. I don't know. Um, so what? Yeah, like the you missed, I died. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, that type of thing. Like reenacting that. That'd be great. Um, but like, is David would know this? If you don't, you better know. Uh, when's the next uh, celebration, and where's it at? Yeah, so May in uh, Anaheim. We're not going to make that, Eric. I mean, pending, pending the nutsities of the world. But yeah, I I've held on to those tickets now for two years. <laughs> uh, so we'll see. Right. <laughs> Third time's a charm. <laughs> There's yeah, a. I would yeah. love to go to. Um, uh, 
like there's like one going on in Chicago um, here pretty soon. Uh, it's it's like one of the mission events, and um, it's going to be uh, Will one of I think it's Will Wheaton's first like official Star Trek convention in like a very long time. I think he was having issues like with one of the um, convention organizers uh, for a while. So he was like one of the first announced guests at this one that's taking place in Chicago pretty soon. So um, I'd like to go I'd like to go to like something like that or um, an STLV type of event, um, Star Trek Las Vegas type of thing. I think the dream would be to also go like on a Star Trek cruise and be able to like do some recording on the cruise and um, just meet people, interview people, just have a good time on the cruise. That would be the dream. So if anyone listening wants to help that make that a reality, let's go, baby. Let's do it. All five people listening, you know, that, that's that's fine. I don't know. Would, I do like the idea of a cruise. We'd have to wear the Picard getup. We'd all be in the Picard getup from yeah, uh, Captain Holiday. Oh, you know, oh, yeah, pass around well, yeah. Gons. <laughs> Little little shorts <laughs> back, boys. Do we want to do that? Like, are we making are we making that a goal? Little shirts and and vests that don't button. Is, are, are we actually doing this? See that that's what you have to request from the uniform group that you're in that you're part yeah. of. Yeah. Captain P- Captain's Holiday Rise of Shorts. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, God. Very they, they, shiny? Were, they were shiny. Yeah. I... It looked like, um, like, they almost looked like satin or something, like satin shorts or something. <laughs> Can, can you can you ask this said group if you can if you can get them well, pre-packed? Speaking of like of like funny things like that, like, Chase got know. that one. I, I was ignoring it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get right on that, David. Did we break Eric? I think we broke him. <laughs> Flip his switch. He was just waiting for my 12-year-old humor to be over. <laughs> I think it's I think it's over with. I think it's safe, Eric. You don't have to hold the bubble anymore. <laughs> hey, I brought this up, didn't I? Yeah. But are we doing this? Like are we doing this? Are we are we planning are we planning the cruise? I just need to know. Like, I'm, I'm getting like excited right now. Well, has the Star Trek cruise come back? Yeah. I mean, if possible, I suppose it's it's annual. <laughs> it's an annual cruise every March. Um, and it um, so, yeah, but, so, but did it hap- did it happen this did it happen this year? Um, I think it did. Twenty, it didn't, but twenty-one, it did. And it's happening in 22. So. Okay. Yeah. Big old chunk of change, but I'm, I'm there for it, man. I know some people. We can make it happen. <laughs> Gotta hit the gym if I'm gonna wear those captain shorts. And that little, um, <laughs> was he wearing like a, like a kimono or something too? Like, yeah, some kind of like robe thing. Well, he, he had the robe, but then he had the little like coat thing that was just different angled. 
you know, that didn't button anywhere, so just flapping mm-hmm. around, right. you know. Yeah, because that's what clothing in the future is going to look like, isn't it? That's right. Well, Eric, we know your. Uh, we at least know your your cosplay for um, for that. That's you right. just have to shave the beard. That's the only thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, because I got the bald dome. And, um, well. Here you go, Eric. This is what you have to to aspire to, and people in listener land can't see it, but there you go. Yep, that's it. Very shiny. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, very, the other thing, though, is that for so, <laughs> <laughs> we, we can't we can't leave Chase out of this though too long because uh, you know Chase does have the 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 Riker cosplay, so. You get to you get to put on the oh is that shoot, Angel uh, Eric, One? Help me out with the episode where he yes the yeah Angel the Angel one. one so he has to he has to wear the Angel <laughs> one yes <laughs> we need one for uh, for David now so some here we go here we go this is oh this this is, might be worse it's possibly worse man there you go. <laughs> That's the angel one. (laughs) Oh, oh, look, what is this? Oh, oh, somebody's got it. (laughs) Riker's boy toy costume. From Chris. Oh, that's probably the actual one. It's from Christie's. Oh, man. Okay. Well, we need one for David now, so David doesn't feel left out left out quick eric oh he can nah, i'm fine hey i'll just no. go i'll just go like war no and no that's uniform. what i was gonna say remember the episode where Worf and jedzia <laughs> went to ryza and jedzia says i packed your swimsuit in, in the- <laughs> and you pulled it out right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, that's right quick what's the name uh, of that episode go let let he who is without sin Oh, jeez. Well, I mean, it's a... Let he who is without sin, Star Trek. Yeah. There it is. There it is. <laughs> there it is right there in the picture. <laughs> yeah, the little gold one. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, just that and, uh, and uh, Worf's bandolier. It'll be great. <laughs> You can also go the um, the quark route and carry around some horgons. The double horgon. <laughs> double horgons. <laughs> the double. Oh, okay. Well, I think this is completely devolved, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, we just went off the rails pretty fast. Wow. Hardcore. Wow. Okay, so I guess we're going on a on a cruise. Uh, probably not in 22. Maybe we'll aim for 23, um, which means we have to start saving now for it. <laughs> Yeah, and hitting the gym, like I said. Hey, I'm already running, man. Like, I guess I have to start, like, doing stuff besides running. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Eric, you're you're going to be Picard. It's It's been decided, and I guess I'll do Angel One Riker. Uh, do I have to wear, like, a... Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, but Angel One Riker was pre-beard. Yeah, I know. I know. But, hey, I have... um. I have a season one and two um, jumpsuit, so I mean that works. Jumpsuit, there 
go. Is it made out of spandex? Yes, it is. Nice. Yep. It's uh, it's it it it's questionable in terms of my back and and how it hugs, but it's fine. It's fine. Oh man. So yeah, we're we've, we're 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 planning on doing um, the camp out in all seriousness, though. Um, doing some more convention stuff. Um, you know, the thing in, in all seriousness, though, if if I could um, ask the people in Listenerland, like if you do want us doing convention stuff. Um, one thing that gives us a better chance of, of doing that is having more followers on social media because whenever you apply for a press pass they look at your, your listener numbers they look at your, your social media pull type stuff like on your Instagram, your Twitter, your Facebook stuff so if you want us doing that it's important that you tell your friends about it that you download it multiple times you know like vote early and often type of thing and um, let people know uh, that does give us a better chance of being able to get press credentials for the different convention events. I don't know if you've ever tried that, David, or or how aware you are of that yourself, being being a podcaster. Yeah, I I applied when uh, you know celebration had come back around, so for uh, twenty twenty, um, but obviously that got canceled, so. I never, never found out if I if I actually could have had that or not. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I ventured into that a little bit. There are certainly diff- different requirements for different places, bigger conventions. You you definitely have to be a little bit, little bit higher status. But uh, the interesting thing about the celebration I was able to go to in Chicago in 2019, as long as you had money, you could set up a table. So. I mean, we saw a group of, I think there were four, four different podcasts, you know, just set up on the floor. It's like, well, crap, we should have paid, you know, $100, $150, just get a table for the four days. That'd yeah. been sweet. <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely different for different areas, but, uh, but you're right. You got to have the engagement. The, the engagement has to be there in some form or fashion, which coincidentally, I don't know if you talked about it, but you did have a poll that popped yes. off on Twitter. Yes, we did. And, and um, I think I mentioned that um, the final the final vote voting amount uh, last week on uh, the last Engage episode. But uh, if you missed it for whatever reason, 925 people voted on that sucker. So like whatever that special sauce was, is man, I need to like yeah. just figure it out again because. Was it? Twi- Twitter's so hashtag? random because like Did I've had put, tweet like, hashtag I just I hashtag like, Star Trek lower decks it. and like I I mean <laughs> yeah no that legitimately that's what you have to do I mean you you've probably seen my very scarce tweets but yeah it's it's, it's all about the the hashtags and and so forth I I remember I've had a few that there was one that went over like 10,000 impressions you, you know the people that actually see it um I don't remember what that was off the top of my head, but I know it got retweeted. I think it was something with a book that had come out, and one of the authors had like retweeted it and everything, and that was that was kind of big. So, at people at not Eric's private Twitter account, you know, and hashtag mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. It it, it does work, but Twitter Twitter's it a is. weird place. It's Didn't a weird we place. Didn't we figure out that there was already somebody who had the not not Eric Twitter handle. I can neither confirm nor I can up? neither confirm nor deny that. 
<laughs> oh, that might just be the next T-shirt design. Don't, um, don't hate tweet me. Hate tweet Eric. <laughs> Something. That, 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 that's you'll, Eric specific like, yeah, next like, uh, for, for a convention T-shirt. Remember when we got the, the band specific shirts, the Jerry's Kids ones? Yeah. And there was the Jerry specific. You got to get me the one, like, hate tweet me. And that'll be my shirt. And then you get the one that says, "Don't hate tweet me." Yep. Hate, hate tweet Eric. Did you know I was? Did you know I was the one that um, designed the shirts? Those bit of band shirts. Yeah. No, I did not. I was. I feel like I was in charge of those, but I didn't know that you were the one who designed them. Yeah, there was a. Um, there was. Or at least I was. Yeah, I was the chief. That yeah, you're the chapter chief the, at the, the time. Chapter chief. Yeah. Yeah. There, I remember there. I did not know that you designed those. Yeah. How did I not know that? <laughs> <laughs> I just remember there we're there were the way back machine. There were um I mean there there were um there's like an open door or something or another for like submitting designs and I distinctly remember um getting on my computer in the basement at my house and doing like the little mountain thing, some trees and like a sunrise with the arrow and I remember something happening and for some reason Marsha Fredericks came to my house and picked up the design and next thing you know we have a bunch of Beta Band t-shirts with that design all over nice. it so there you go I still have my shirt in my closet by the way oh I think I lost mine somewhere along the way tisk tisk you call yourself a yeah. former chapter chief oh Oh man! Sometimes you just lose things. Yeah, you know it happens. This has been um, this has been a, a nice sojourn down memory lane, and um, just to give give some folks um, just a little tease of some things to expect in this upcoming year. If I can get the right one open real quick, uh, we we've already started putting together um, the year three production calendar, and we're going to still do um, the recaps as. Um, as much as we're able to and as often as we're able to um, to do that. Uh, we're still going to keep doing some book stuff as long as David can afford it and wants to do it, basically. Um, we, we have a little bit of a backlog on, on, on book stuff right now, but we will get to it for anyone that's been really all about like the book stuff. Um, so... Of course, we have, we're going to be finishing up the Coda book series, um, and then we'll have um, a DS9 book coming um, that we'll be talking about early um, in January. And um, yeah, we're going to be um, taking a deeper dive into like some of the species and stuff like that, some of the aliens, um, like Andorians and, and Vulcans for one. Um, talk about how Star Trek has kind of inspired um, the future or, or, or inspired our present, right? Like with like gadgets and inventions and um, even to an extent, like some of the careers that it's, it's inspired as well. So uh, I'm not going to give it all away, but that's just kind of where we're at right now. And um, ideally we will um, try and incorporate more live streams. I know we, we had originally started. So here's the thing, like we, we did the TRTV award thing, um, in January and honestly we were planning on doing uh, more live streams like on a monthly basis I think Eric and I at least and then the thing with my mom happened and that just derailed everything so uh, 
whether we we start back up with that like in January or in December, um, I have to talk to Eric more about that. But that's something I'm kind of leaning towards, um, and maybe getting more of our um, of our patrons involved in those shows too, um, those that financially support the show. So just 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 a bunch of uh, just a little tease of some things to to look forward to, um, perhaps. But like honestly, like if you really want to help the show, I don't say this enough. Um, please let us know like stuff that you want to hear how we're doing um, things that we can tweet uh, tweak um, wh- whatever it might be because um, I, I, I just don't know sometimes Eric doesn't know David doesn't know unless they do know and they're just holding out on me I don't know man but would love 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 to hear from you I'm not doing the outro right now but um, I mean as we do start to wind this down though um, any other any other thoughts about this last year of podcasting, you know, Star Trek stuff? Like in just, you know, I know we've talked about a lot of stuff. Just glad, just glad we're not just canceled, we're not man. Canceled, yeah, man, we're in the. I do, I do. You know, also, I felt like I don't know. I feel like we've gotten better. I've gotten better at this. Like I'd never been on a podcast before. Chase invited me on. I'm not sure exactly how long David's been podcasting before, and I know Chase, you've done a few things, but I feel like I've gotten better at this. I feel like we've gotten better at this, right, as this year has gone on. We all upgraded our equipment this year, all of us. Yes. Yes, we did. And I definitely feel like I'm getting better. I don't know if you guys feel like you're getting better, but I feel like I am getting better at this whole thing. Jury's still out if I'm getting better. I'm just saying. I'm yeah, I am 100% regressing. I don't know. Maybe maybe I think of the 3, I think David is the best among us. I mean. I mean, probably got more experience. Got all, more right. Experience. <laughs> all right. All right. It's the mushrooms. I, I've just been doing it badly long. It's, it's it's the mushrooms, man. The spore drive. Well done. He's powering. He's powering this this whole thing. He's allowing us to jump. Thanks, David. Appreciate it, bud. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, um, it's been a pleasure doing um, these two years so far, um, and just how how it's come. I, I sometimes I cringe like listening to episode zero and like episode one. Um, so, just how much it's changed. I know there have been folks out there. Um, in different parts of, of media that have said like, you know, this show's great or this show's got awful boring. Um, I had to give up on, on listening to the show. Honestly, that feedback helps. Um, I don't want that feedback all the time, but it definitely helps. So, um, anyways, everyone out there, thank you very much for listening. The show wouldn't be what it is without you. Uh, you know, we see the numbers, in terms of like people downloading it so from the bottom of my heart thank you so much for for sticking with us uh whether this is your first episode or you know you're you've listened to all 80 or 90 some odd episodes um, up to this point thank you so much for however long you've been journeying with us and don't forget you know as we do continue building community right like we have a group um it's a fledgling little group of like a hundred some odd people in there but we got a lot of great people in there and we're adding them day by day essentially so um 
check us out. Uh, we just actually renamed it. Um, I thought it made more sense just to call the group Lone Star Station. Um, a, you know, these are the voyages group, basically. Because um, I was thinking, like, we can't really voyage on a station. I mean, you're kind of just floating there. But anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, so please, please check us out. Share us with your friends. You know, follow us on on all the socials and stuff like that. So, um, David, Eric, appreciate our friendship. Appreciate y'all um, being gluttons for punishment and doing this stuff with me um, as often as you do. Um, you're always welcome. Doors always open for you guys to to do this um, as as much or as little as you want to. So appreciate it, bud. Buds. So I guess with that we got to do the Thank thing. Thank you, Chase. Thank you. You're welcome, Eric. I guess we gotta gotta do the thing, and with that I'm gonna throw it to Eric to to close us out. Wait, do the thing like yeah, do the from, do the thing uh, from uh, the Legend of Korra, right? Let's do the thing, <laughs> right? <laughs> you watch the Legend of Korra, I, don't yes, you? Yes, yes. You know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, I do. Um. Varric, right? Varric. Julie, do the thing. <laughs> she always know. David, did you ever watch Legend of Korra? Or The Last uh, Airbender? No. Uh, no, never did. Oh, goodness. Wait, I'm not doing the out. I don't have the thing memorized. <laughs> 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 All right, fine. I'll do it. Everyone, thank you so much for, for tuning in um, to our two-year anniversary um, special episode. Um, as we talked about uh, stuff, right? Um, just a whole slew of things. We've kind of gone all over the place, um, highs, lows, everything in between. And um, again, this show wouldn't be what it is without you. Um, we would love, 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 love to hear from you. Um, you know, what what like maybe a favorite moment has been for you in this last year of us producing episodes. Um, ideas that you have, event ideas, or um, other ways that we can engage people. Uh, no pun intended. I mean, it kind of works, but um, but we honestly we would love to hear from you. Um, a couple ways of doing that. That's at our website trtvpod.com, um, where you can check out our handling frequencies page. You can learn more about the show there. Um, I need to finally update the bios on people, but um, you can learn more about um, us um, with the with the show and you know David, Eric, and I. So. Uh, check us out there, trtvpod.com. You can also learn about ways to uh, financially support if that's what you want to do with Patreon. Uh, there's a link there as well, um, as well as places that you can listen to the show um, if you're not for some reason, which is kind of weird because, anyway, whatever. So with that, if um, apart from that, you can also send us an email directly to trtvpod at gmail.com. Um, you can also send us a voice-only transmission to 817-752-4757. Remember, there's a three-minute time limit, and your comments may be used on a future episode of These Are the Voyages. Now, finally, if you do want to mail us something, like a heartfelt letter, um, some questionable um, captain's holiday pants for Eric, um, or some gold shimmery shorts for David, make sure it gets to the Lone Star Station, P.O. Box 2455, Azel, Texas, 760 nine eight everyone as we leave here today and as we start our voyage into the third year may you always remember to boldly go and make it so <laughs> <laughs>